Vino and Rich. I'm the smartest man alive! Best of the week. You gotta be kidding me. You guys are dumb. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? Uh, I don't know. Gavino and Rich. Best of the week. Hold back your excitement. It's like working with a dummy. Only on Faction Talk 103. Gavino and Rich. I heard all about it on the radio. Best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. I am never, ever, ever, ever going to talk about shooting again on this show. But I thought you were sharpshooting Dickie. I can't think of another. Think about this, right? If if Spot were, I, and I guarantee Spot's going to agree with this analogy, because then maybe I'll get him on my side with this. Spot, remember when you were all about getting in shape? And look at you now. Look at Fucking you now. Rip spotty. But would nothing annoy you more than if you posted some video or Kavino? Kavino, remember you posted a video of you doing push-ups in the studio and a bunch of uh, John Bastels and a bunch of uh, Derek Poundstones and a bunch of Jackal Lanes and... Uh, body by Jake. Uh, excuse me. Body by Jake's. Jake All Steinfeld? hit us up with like, Kavino. If you want the proper form of a push-up, and you're like, oh, fuck you. Well, I was doing like 50 at a time or 100 at a time or something ridiculous. And Archie taped like the, the final 10. So the final 10 of any set is uh, usually a set is 10. But the final yeah. you know, few, you're going to be struggling a little more. So people were trying to correct my form, and everyone had something to say about it. Yeah, I remember. Spot, you show off a yoga pose. I guarantee there's one, at least one, uh, reality, more like hundreds of jerk-offs that are like, well, Spot, if you want to do the proper pose that way, and you're like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Same. I agree. <gasps> Is it the same? So I, okay. I post this video of me shooting at the range with my father-in-law. Now, clearly... Let's discuss. What's the point of this video? Is the video really about my sharpshooting skills, or is it like, let's watch a funny video of Rich, clearly with like cheesy music in the background, out of his element, shooting guns in Texas with his father-in-law? Correct. Yeah. Do you want me to go along with you or play devil's advocate play, for the voice of the people? Uh, be the voice of the people. You're good. I don't know if I want to be. I don't we, need to stir the pot here. We were the voice of the people yesterday, and you got pissed. And spot spot here. There's a scene in the two minute video where after I sort of get the hang of it and I'm hitting the target, I blow on the gun like they would in like a comedy or like a TV show, like, right. Or like a cartoon. Yeah. Like a cartoon or something. And the overwhelming amount of safety patrol, Safety safer. To, these people must take defensive driving for fun. These people must wear a condom every time they've ever had sex. We have the safest audience of all time because clearly this is a setup video where do you think I'm really blowing on the gun or do you think when we got to the range, I'm like, hey, Mike, I'm not, I don't want to be a pain in the ass, but I'm going to make some funny videos here too because I have to post this for my radio show. So, hey, uh, Jeff, take a video of me. Uh, you know, blowing on the gun. And this is before, this is as my father-in-law showed me like, all right, the gun's empty and I'm going to show you how to load the bullets. I'm like, all right, the gun's empty. All right, hold on. While the gun's empty, let me take a picture of me like blowing on the gun like I'm a cartoon character. Yeah, dude, 
do you know how many safety patrol safety safer tins hit me up like i i'm i almost want to take the video down no it's almost like someone it's almost like someone posted a picture of their kid in the bathtub and someone being like you know your kid shouldn't be naked uh, at a bathtub uh, i see your kid's nipple yeah they're four that's like, the only thing so far that i completely agree with you on you know here's rich in his fun moment right and everyone sort of you know, turning it into something bad, and that's a crappy feeling because that wasn't Bro, the intent. My, so I, my, I agree with you, I, and I have empathy for you, or I'm annoyed for you in that sense. What's what's funny? How about, but 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 Spot, how about this? My father-in-law. You don't think my father-in-law went over ev- every safety precaution and all the golden rules of like, all right, don't put your hand on the trigger, don't. Do, you know, before you shoot at something, make sure what's behind it. All all the rules that everyone's saying. You don't think my father-in-law and brother-in-law. With a first timer, and their ten year old, uh, his ten year old son was there. You don't think we went over the safety rules? Do people not realize there's an entertainment value in what I do? There... That's like saying, like, are you overanalyzing everyone that posts a video on social media or every movie or TV show? Are they criticizing how Liam Neeson holds a gun and in Taken? Like, you know, it, they it's do. clearly they... a skit spot. I'm doing a skit. Do you really think I shot the gun and blew the top like a like a fucking like a Bugs Bunny it's like so, a Elmer Fudd? It's so funny because yesterday, before all this backlash occurred, I did say to you, "I'm like, uh, I'm like, I don't think I could ever point a gun towards my face. I feel like it would freak me out. Yeah. Even unloaded, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't point. I pointed it up and blew towards the top of it. Yeah, that After my father-in-law my showed me, like, all right, here's the empty gun. We're about to load the bullets. Oh my god! Before we load the bullets and this gun's empty, let me let me take a take a couple videos of me for B-roll." What's well, B-roll? Well, B-roll, Mike, is when you, you know, like all the little fun cutaways. And people uh, have discovered, you know what it is? But you know how like sometimes you could start working out and if people criticize your form too much, it discourages you from working out? Yes. The gun community is almost discouraging me from wanting to become part of it. Well, and I'm only playing devil's advocate because I am annoyed for you as well because I know that wasn't the intent and I felt like you got dumped on a little bit. I saw the feedback. Based, we're going based on the feedback I that Rich got it. yesterday. The video is fantastic. It's and by not the way, something you can see to the video joke at- around about. So that's it- that's where they're coming from. They're coming from a place of, yo, this is serious. I know, I know what you're doing. Yeah. And I, hey, man, more power to you. I hope you get into it, but you can't fuck around like that. Yeah, this Rich, is like, serious. Did you, Rich, did you twirl it on your finger and then put it in your pocket? Like, uh, like, and, and there was you know, a part funny, of me. I, there was a I, part I, of me that thought you might get that feedback. I was a little. Oh. I was like, it, it did dawn on me. Like, oh, I wonder if he's gonna get bad feedback on that. Eh, Dude, it's spot, it's a good video. But if I would have twirled the gun and put it in my pocket, oh my god, what would the feedback have been then? This is like if someone made a spoof video about like, hey, um, you know, you shouldn't drink and drive. And someone's like sitting in the car boozing and be like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, clearly you're not doing. I, I, I'm I would amazed just, at how. I would just always assume a gun is loaded. Yeah. Like, here's yeah, the spot, difference. Yeah, it's fine. How many times did I, how many times. Always. Did I hear that? Like, rule number one, assume it's always loaded. And I'm telling you, I don't shoot a lot. And I had just seen that the gun was empty because we were about to load it. And I didn't even point it at anything. I pointed it up in the air and took a picture of me like blowing towards the top of it. That's what, what the, the kid, fuck, um, you losers? 90210 said. Yeah. Um, oh, but, um, well, hey, gun community, you've done a great job discouraging someone oh, from wanting to. Uh, I think you're going to lose this, this argument just because of the passion and the serious nature of mm-hmm. 
this hobby. I'm pretty sure. Well, I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw your video, Rich, uh, in 1985 after school. Yeah. <laughs> here, here's the difference. You know, when I'm doing push-ups, my life yeah. isn't in jeopardy. You know, when Spy well, what? is doing whatever he does, you know, his life isn't in, je- in jeopardy. When you're pointing a it, gun at your head, there's I a lot didn't of people. Point a, whoa, 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 whoa. It, you're, it's in your. How are you blowing on it if you're not? I, okay, guys, for the visual accuracy, whoa, 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 whoa. he doesn't whoa, whoa. have it towards his head like like he's gonna kill himself. He and has I didn't it towards his pointed. What? No. It, what? No. Look at the picture, you moron. It's pointed towards Look. the sky. I'm the moron. He's blowing a gun on his into the sky. It's a. Oh. Yeah, he boosts. Yeah. He has a, how do you blow out a gun if it's not to your face? Yeah, like how do you? How do you? How do I describe but, it? But, but look, look at. I'm just trying to describe it. I'm saying you're gonna uh, get the gun, backlash. Pointed, the, gun, the gun is pointed directly in the sky, right? And I'm like, I'm yeah. like a foot away from it. All right, like so it's not, him. it's not pointing towards his face. I mean, he's got it up to his lips. But I mean, like, how else not, I, no, no, how, it's not up to my lips. How do I describe that? He's got it an inch away from his lips. It's like three inches away. Okay, from his so lips. all right, I'm trying to explain that people who do this are going to be more critical because of the severity and serious nature of guns and gun safety. Well, if these people are so worried about safety, I'm going to make sure each one of them never has a drink and gets behind the wheel, even if it's just one drink. I'm going to make sure every time they're about to have sex with a woman, I'm going to yeah. knock on their door, and I'll be there to be like, make sure you wear a condom, because these people are the safest of safety patrol. Again, these are all not, well, the drunk driving one is, but... You know, that's, that could be a, a dangerous scenario for you. And I saw some of the people. Some of the people, the feedback was annoying. Other feedback was like, hey, man, I just we, we love you, man. We just oh. want you to be safe. Uh, yeah, man. yeah, it's Very all out awesome. of concern. It's not for... Please, uh, I don't want to... Not about concern. It's, it's it's people being like blowhard know-it-alls. You're never hey, gonna win it, bro. The gun the gun community is is very yeah, passionate. Don't, don't mess with the gun community. You're oh, never gonna God. win it. Well, hey, gun gun community. Yeah, yeah. I I I was I was all on board until uh, until yesterday until you were rude to me. Let's go to the phone calls. There's only one phone call that matters right now. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to say about it. Sarah. Oh, my wife's on the phone. Hi, Sarah. Hey guys, how are you? Doing well. How oh, are hi. you? Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Um, so I kind of want to yell at you guys because there's just so many reasons of this that annoy me when it comes to you and safety stuff. So I will start out by saying that yes, I totally get your point of you posted a video for fun, and rather than people focus on the fun of it. The ribbing, and by the way, my my stepdad was absolutely the star of the video, and it should have been about fun, but it was focused on, and right not rightfully so, but like I can get the annoyance that it wasn't the focus wasn't where it should have been. But what you did is quintessentially the wrong thing to do, and it sucks that you had to have a brigade of people telling you this. Because of that, you're going to do complete opposite because you don't want to think that you were wrong in any way, which you were. You showed my nephew that, hey, I can take a gun, too, and pretend to blow it if it's unloaded, and you don't know how that's going to go. I'm just saying it was wrong, and it made me cringe, and it was not this, like, magical, like, pointing up a foot away from your face. It was, like, angled towards your face with your finger on the curled on the trigger. Yeah, so I'm sorry you had to learn the rough way. I'm sorry you had, like, people were more focused on that than the fun of the video. That sucks because you worked so hard on it and it looks great. 
but please don't take that and decide to run with the whole fact that you, that you weren't wrong. Just please don't do that. The gun community has lost an ally. Oh, my God. They've not lost an ally. You were just, you had fun, right? What? Did you have fun? Yeah, but much like someone working out for the first time or someone trying something new, no, no. they get criticized so much they don't want to keep doing it. No, 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 no. Just like, just like Cavino said, we're, you know, correcting form isn't, like, life-threatening. <laughs> um, doing yoga poses isn't life-threatening. Like, talking about diet isn't life-threatening. What you did was life-threatening. Gun accidents happen daily. It is a very real thing. And so by you flippantly not... You know, taking that into consideration is just kind of part of the problem. Not only was it unsafe for you, Rich, you set a bad example for your 10-year-old nephew. No, here's where Rich You should be ashamed wrong. of yourself. Here's where, here's where Rich went wrong, and here's the shame of it. The shame of it, and I know the feeling. Here's where I went wrong. The, Trying to have fun and do something creative. That's where I went wrong. I should have just stayed no, in my lane and fucking no, watched the football games. Do, oh, Jesus Christ. All you had to do is just not have your finger on the trigger. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it would have been dumb doing that pointing up in no. the air towards your face anyway, but, like, at least not having your finger on the trigger. Right. But you broke all the I cardinal rules. So, so for a guy who takes this real serious, exactly. it's going to be – it's going to make their skin crawl, right? And, and yeah. you're joking around being Rich Davis in a serious matter, and it doesn't add up. But it was funny. So let, I'm not taking away from your efforts. Where you went wrong, yeah, I think, Rich. The video was amazing. Here's what I, where I think you went wrong, Sarah. There's a lot of people that take this serious that have done no, where this. No, where he went, where he went, where Rich went wrong. Oh, okay. He posts a video and it's great for the show. He was uh, seeing the bit through. You know, it was a nice uh, follow through for the show and for our I listeners. Yeah, but and, now I see why you don't want to put yourself out there. Oh yeah, that's part of it because I felt the way you felt before. Like here I go out of my way just trying to do something, and then I got to deal with criticism, and I don't want to deal with that. But here's where I think you went wrong, and it's not a big deal. I'll leave the rest to the callers because you got enough criticism. And by the way, Sarah, four shots of espresso is not the right amount of coffee. Goodbye. It is the perfect amount. I'll let you guys go. Bye. Bye, Sarah. (laughs) When Rich started getting all this feedback. She loves you. She loves you, and she's concerned about you. Don't you see that? Everyone's concerned about you. I know they're they're mocking you. But in the mockery is concern, Rich. They want you. To, they want you to have a and great also respect experience. for what they yeah, do. Yeah, they want you to enjoy this. They want. They want you as part of their community. No, they I don't, don't know. Just, they that. don't want you to mock it. No, no, no. But when what happened was. It. Let me just make my last point, and I'll shut up. Where Rich, I think, went wrong is when he started getting criticism. I know it gets eye rolly and overboard because he kept getting the same feedback from all the quote unquote experts who grew up, and that's part of their lifestyle. You started to double down mocking their safety. You started posting all these gifts, like, yes, all right, safety guy. All right, safety dude. You started doing the safety dance. You started throwing up safeties. Uh, Ed Hockley was throwing fucking uh, flags. <laughs> Two you know? points. Yeah, like, you know, oh, safety. You started mocking it and doubling it down. And I think you added the, the fuel to the fire there. Like, all right, dude, you want to mock what we're trying to tell you? This isn't this isn't the circus. This is the gun range. So my point is, had you would have pulled an Andy Pettit, I like to call it the Andy Pettit, and said, you know what, guys? I was trying to make a fun video, and you're right. Probably shouldn't have done that. 
you would have put out the flames and fire immediately. Through the fire and fire. But instead, by doubling down and, and mocking the everybody Clemens. back, you pulled a Roger Clemens. You're like, whatever, I'm going to do what I want. You guys are losers. Safeties. You know, then you got more and more people coming at you as a result because you fueled that fire by doubling but, down. If you would have said, like, like Andy Pettit did in the 2000s, yeah, I took steroids and I regret it and I'm sorry. The heat would have been off you and people would be like, all right, man, just so you know, that's fine. We just wanted to let you know. You don't think and, se- and get the complete feeling and sense of the people that wrote par- huge paragraphs about the rules of gun safety weren't just trying to show off their fucking knowledge Mm-mm. and like it was their opportunity to be like, I'm a fucking expert. I know. I, mean, I, I read it and it's, and it's eye rolling, right? Bit. But I get it. I get the feeling that, you know what? Sarah said it best. It's tough to admit that you were wrong when your intent was only to provide something entertaining. You know, you know what the best feedback was? People that said things like, Yo, really funny video, Dickie. Hey, watch that trigger on the finger. Watch that finger on the trigger. Like, someone that, like, threw it in there. I didn't post that video to get paragraphs and sermons about gun safety. Sermons. But that's how that community is for good reason. But that's why people don't want to post anything anymore, no matter what the Exactly, of course. Dude, look, I threw a tweet out there. I thought it was really funny. Last night, I threw out a tweet, right? Oh, Here's my tweet. Mets GM Jared Porter is in trouble for sending selfies and, like, dick pics to a woman back in 2016. boy! Right? This is a big story we'll talk about later. I mean, it's deplorable. So he comes out and he goes, he goes, hey, I I, want to, he wants to put the flames out and pull the Andy Pettit and take accountability and say, you know, I was wrong. But he says, I sent selfies and, quote, uh, joke stock images. Joke stock images. So I tweeted out yesterday, Mets GM Jared Porter claims he sent selfies and joke stock images. That means he definitely sent this guy. And I posted a picture of Wood's head. That's funny. Yeah. Joke stock images. He claims it wasn't his penis. So guess whose it was? That guy's. And dude, I, I, I put that out and immediately a lot of people liked it. And then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? That arena of harassment You're insensitive. is insensitive, especially in today's world. The, the, the risk does not match the reward. It's too serious of a subject matter. You know, someone was harassed. Not worth it. I deleted it. It was up there for 30 seconds. I deleted it. It wasn't worth it because I know the backlash I'm going to get. Yeah, the joke. Ah, was it that funny? Was it worth it? Nah. So it's not worth it is the point. Your video was great. Was it worth all the backlash? I don't know. Probably not, to be honest. Even though it was a great video. Maybe I'll pull a uh, maybe I'll pull a Chris Rock and do a new edit, and I'll just take that one screenshot out, and that way people can shut you the should. fuck up. No pussy can't cook. You know, uh, my bud Andy Elliott, who's been harassing me to watch Yellowstone for uh, months. He's a man. He's a manly man. Brings up a good point. We all who own firearms are constantly under attack of a lot of people who try and find any way to make gun owners out to be irresponsible and the cause of deaths. So we're a little sensitive about our safety since it can end in death pretty easy. So it was the richest examples don't end in death. So you were unknowingly, and I think you should get 
one pass, even though you're on a public for you know how we say we have a voice and we have to be responsible with Andy that voice. We have to be responsible with that voice, Rich. Responsible. This is you. Ha- you have to be more responsible no, be, with your no, voice. No, my my lesson learned is we're on a forum, a public forum. I know. No. My it? lesson learned is Steve Cavino. Stay in your lane. Has it right all along. It's not worth putting yourself out there. Well, think about it. I told you that joke I, I wrote. It was it was just off the top of my head. Like joke stock images. That's definitely the black guy at the edge of his bed. Would. What was your immediate reaction to that? My re- immediate reaction was really reaction funny. Be, be it, but, if, but no, he, he said insensitive. And he took a, a sip of his coffee. People outside looking in are going to see your video and say, careless, and take a sip of their coffee. Irresponsible, and take a sip of their coffee. And the risk does not match the reward, especially with today's oversensitive ears and eyes. And... You lose a little fun as a result, but gun safety, you could have you could have predicted you would have gotten that feedback. Narzan said people are dumb. Okay. Once a gun is unloaded and cleared and verified, you can shove it up your ass for all you want. People are just being hard on you. Did you shove it up your ass? I mean, I could have, Spot. It was oh, empty. Maybe he was sniffing it. He wasn't blowing the smoke. <laughs> Oh, this was after he shoved yeah, it up his ass. That was, maybe the See? picture is after he shoved it up his ass. You know what I should do, Spot? You know what I think I'm going to do now? Maybe I, should do that. maybe I should do a follow-up video, Gun Safety with Rich. Honestly? I don't think you should double down. Oh, 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 that's called, you know what that's called? The Drew Brees. The Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah, you right. should do the Drew Brees. Should, that's the Drew Brees. We're now, like, you, be, you become an ally of gun yeah. safety. Oh. I think you should pull not only the Andy Pettit, but the Drew Brees and admit you know what, guys? You're right. Because there's no winning this battle, bro. In, in the bigger Rich, picture. You've lost. I don't know why you're picture. trying to fight your way back. Yeah, dude. No, in, in, the, in the bigger picture, in the world we live in in 2021, there's no way I'm going to be right. So you're right. I might as well pull an Andy Pettit and a Drew Brees. So uh, I'll issue an apology, and I'll do a safety video later today. Because yeah, but you can't mock it like you did. You were mocking everybody yesterday. That's where you went wrong. I'm telling you. That's the only place, and I know it comes from a place of aggravation. Believe me, no one gets more aggravated reading feedback than I do. So I, I had empathy for you yesterday. But I'm like, oh, man, Rich should just moonwalk out of this. Is it wrong that I was laughing? <laughs> yeah, like you should have just moonwalked your way out of this scenario because gun rules and regulations are something that are very serious. Yeah. That's all. That's really it. Yeah, and I don't want, and at the same time, do- you should never be discouraged because you put out a good video. All you have to do is say, ah, oh, fuck, I fucked up. You know what? I won't do it again. That's it. And then everyone would be happy and you move along. That's it, Rich. But you're just I, but you're, you're I, holding I, on to it. Yeah, you started making fun of everybody. Yeah, you're holding but on I to did it. That, I did that shot purposefully to add to the video as a joke. Yeah, I get it. You can do a lot of things as a joke. Doesn't mean they should be done. <sighs> yeah, remember when Miyagi was like trying to teach Daniel-san karate and he was like, He's fucking around. Focus. You don't joke around. This isn't a joke. Like, that's what Sarah's stepdad probably wanted to do to you. He probably wanted to hit you over the head, but he was trying to be kind. He probably, hey, listen, man, if you were my son in law, I'll smack you upside the head. You You don't do that. Like, you see the look of, like, humor, but disgust in his face. Like, it's disappointment. 
boom, toon, diggy. Ba, 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 ba. Look at this city secret. Hey, listen, man, this ain't no, I know you want to do your, your ABC roll or whatever you call it, but this ain't the time to be joking around. Hey, look what I can do. Boo, 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 boo. Hey, man, uh, chill. With the, probably put the camera down when you're doing that and finger off the trigger. You know, this was not a joke. Miyagi wouldn't allow that in his fucking dojo. I'm sure uh, Mike didn't want that in his gun range. Night, guys. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's talk about uh, the Mets penis guy. Can we? I'm just, hey, no one wants to discourage your creativity. You did a good job. And I know the aggravation you probably dealt with. So for that, I'm sorry. Let's go to the phone calls if you want to get aggravated. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. 866-969-1969. Hold on. No, no, wait. Hold on. Let's go to the phones. I could practice my Andy Pettit Drew Brees. Oh, great job. Let's, uh, Let's do this. Let's, for the people who missed the show yesterday and Friday, Rich claimed he could be a sure shot, sure to make the body drop. He could be a sniper if he wanted to. It's Chris Kyle. He's Tonto Peranto. But he never shot a gun. So he put his money, he put his gun where his mouth is. <laughs> and <laughs> he went to the range, and he put a video out of his first-time experience and got a lot of Negative criticism about, yo, man, this is not a joking scenario. And that's where we're at right now. We're dealing with Rich's aggravation. And you can see the video at Cavino and Rich on social media. 866-969-1969. Let's go! Jeremy and Oxnard. Jeremy, is it even worth it in today's world to have any fun? What's up? You know, when it comes to guns, no. And the reason being is because people die from them. All the time. And you're rich. You're lucky that it wasn't the general population of people that are gun people that saw your video because it would have gotten a hell of a lot worse than what you got from the listeners. I can tell you that right now. You would have been fucking roasted like a duck. That's no, true. No, you no, got no, feedback no, from people that it. like you. Quack, quack. Yeah, oh, jeez. Like, and, don't, and don't get all pitchy that people are you know, getting on you about it because it's a safety issue. You are dealing with a fucking a weapon that could kill you. Whether it's loaded or not, it still should be treated with respect. Said and done. Nice. That's Gotta all respect thing. the so gun. Don't get all, don't, don't get all pissy and, and say, oh, you know, I'm just, we want you to shoot. Just be respectful about it. And, yep. and, and, and for <laughs> yourself and the guns, stop acting like a little fucking whiny bitch about it. Quack, quack. No. That, dude, and know that people want you to shoot just to be safe about it, and it's not something to joke around about. Have a nice day, boys. Yeah, you know what, Rich? We'll drive out to Oxnard, and we'll go shooting with Jeremy. How about that? Think, and, uh, and, thanks. I'd rather uh, watch paint dry. And Jeremy made a great point of these are people, the criticism you're getting is from people that admire you yeah, and like your show. It's concern. Imagine if you know real rootin' tootin' gun owners happen to catch a, a glimpse of this screenshot. It's just a matter of time. Charles yeah. Charles in West Virginia. Charles, how are you? I've missed you. Sure you have. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, hey um, Charles. Uh, hey, hey, Rich, I'm glad you went shooting. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember if you knew who I was, but I, I hit you up a while ago when you said you were going to keep going back and forth to Texas. And I said maybe you should learn how to shoot a gun while you're in Texas. I know the laws are a little bit more relaxed than uh, California. But I'm glad you went. Sorry for all the negative feedback. Uh, it looked like you had a good time and don't let, don't get discouraged. Like, you know, with gun safety, they just always say, don't be that guy that gets talked to. You just have to be that guy this time. And 
I'm sure all the piling on probably didn't help. I'm, I don't know where you got all the negative feedback from. When I looked at it at first, it wasn't that negative so much. It got real negative later at night. But, you know, like I said, I'm glad you went, and uh, maybe you can look in and get something. And if you do post more videos, just send them, to, just send them directly to me. I'll, I'll watch them and, uh, and uh, won't give you too much negative feedback. Screw everybody else who's so mean to you about it. Hey, thanks, Charles. Charles, thanks, of course Charles. I know who you are. You're my Russell Wilson yeah. uh, lookalike buddy. Thanks Char- for uh, Char- thanks for everything, man. Charles is going to screen all your phone calls or your uh, videos oh. to make sure that they're I'm okay. Sorry, for I, I am serious. Yes, Rich. Should I do an edit of that and take out that one that one clip? No, the screenshot lives already. Yeah, it's already there. It's existed. It's yeah. out in the universe. You're going to now be the poster boy for gun safety. Yeah. Tommy in Texas. Hey, guys, how's it going? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Tom. Um, mm-hmm. Rich, dude, listen to me very carefully, bro. Do not let no, all no, no, of this No, 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 no. No, listen to him. He's being nice. Okay, go, all right, go, go. ahead. Go ahead. Damn. Don't let all this stuff discourage you from getting out there, shooting, and having fun. I get everybody trying to hop down your throat about the gun safety thing. It sounds like it may or may, or may not have gone overboard. I don't know. I personally have not yet seen the video. But what I don't want you to do is let this whole moment tear away from the fact that you went out there and enjoyed something new and had an awesome bonding experience with your father-in-law. All right. Don't let any of this stuff distract away from any of that. That's the biggest thing to take away. So, and second of all, dude, you're up there in New Braunfels. I'm down here in San Antonio. Next time you decide to go out to a gun range, I'd be honored to go out there with dead eye Dickie. I mean that man, seriously, please let me know. I'm sorry. I almost cut you off in the beginning. That was very sweet. That was very nice. He'll buy the ammo too. I heard. By the oh, way, shit, is, is there like an Amit short up? There is an Oh, there is an Amit. Yeah, an Amit short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's expensive. I hear it's expensive. Tom in Chicago. No hey, object. Tom. You're on the show. Tom in Chicago. So here's a story for you guys. Oh, by the way, first time caller. Hey, buddy. Um, hey, Tom. Good. I, how you doing? About, uh, I think it was about 20 years ago before I was married and had kids and stuff. Living downtown Chicago with two other guys. Um. And one of them was a, an, a um, firearms collector. Uh, so he's out, he's in front of the TV, is back when we had uh, large screen TVs that were giant boxes. And he's playing with his gun, he's cleaning it on the outside and stuff. Besides to point the gun, he swore it wasn't loaded, decides to point the gun at the TV, shoots the TV, the bullet splits by, on a bar in the back. One goes out the window, the other one goes into the... The other part of the of the shot went into the wall. It went across the street into a warehouse and lodged in there. And we're just like, thank God there was nobody in the way. But he swore it was not loaded. And if he had pointed it at somebody in that house, it would have been a lot worse. So, yeah, safety is important because people do dumb things even when they, they're sure they're not going to. So take that story for what it is. Just be careful. Thank you, man. Hey, thanks for calling, Mike. Nothing bad, Rich. Andy Pettit. I mean, I mean Rich. it's just a dummy. Not that guy. He's talking about a guy that was like, oh, no, it's not loaded. I saw the gun, and I saw it not loaded. I saw my father-in-law about to show me how to load the gun because it was completely empty, and I took a picture of me holding up the gun, not to my head, Straight up, and as if I was blowing on the on the pistol like a cartoon character. Sorry that 
It was an ill-advised pose. Yeah, but a lot of people, compare, you know, but, but, Brendan but, Lee no. probably on the set thought that the gun was not loaded. You know, oh my God. there's so many right. examples. I'm just, I'm just having but, conversations. But, but hold on. No, there's a difference between I thought versus I knew. Don't you see the difference? Well, a lot of people thought they knew and their lives oh. ended. I'm, I'm just sharing this story. Yeah, yeah, but you could share your story all day, but there's a difference between I thought and I knew. That's like, I think, hey, did I leave the stove on? You're, no, I'm look, pretty Rich, sure I you're, like, you're a grand fella, right? People ask me about Rich Davis. How's, how's Rich in real life? Grand fella. That's my, that's my number one answer. Grand fella. But there's a part of you that thinks you're invincible to everything. If people listen closely to this show, Rich is invincible to life. He's invincible to bullet. Now he's invincible to bullets. He's invincible to fucking Corona germs. You know, re- dude, restaurants are open. Rich is invincible. There's a part of you that thinks that rules don't apply, and 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 these scenarios don't apply to Rich. When in fact, anything is possible. I know you're a grand fella, but that guy makes a good point. Can't I, I can't? No. You don't. You don't see that this is just another example of. Rules don't apply to Invincible Rich. Yeah. He's above yeah. the law. You're right. You're right. I'm Rich. serious about that. Rich Davis, above the law. Every example no, is right. going to be the same. Right. Why, is, why is your example any different than anyone else's? I'm sure there's so many stories where they told me it wasn't loaded. I saw it wasn't loaded. That's probably the same story all the time. You think it's only Rich's story? Yeah, you think guys are like knowingly pulling up or, or you know, Pointing unloaded or loaded guns at themselves. I preface this by grand Gun. fella, but if Move you on, please, I, why why can't he just admit that if you pulled the ND? I did, I did, I did. Hey, sorry, I made the video. Sorry, I went shooting. My bad. No, Andy I, Pettit, fucking Drew Brees. <laughs> the end. I don't know. Tone in your voice doesn't phone, sound no. too convincing. The phones are full. Do you want to just yeah? No, it off? Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Andy Pettit, uh, fucking Tanya Harding. Ooh, Tanya uh, Harding. Tanya Harding. You know, the girl with the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Tanya Harding. <laughs> Go, just go, what an odd and, uh, Greg, Greg Luganis. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, Scott Hamilton. Fucking uh, Lance Armstrong. Well, uh, Brian Boitano. Trevor in Jacksonville. Hey, Trevor. No, uh, no, no, this is, this is, this I'd love is to it. hear, Trevor, I think is on your side. I'd love to hear what he has to I, say. I don't, no, I don't want people on my side. My side's the wrong side. I'm, I'm Andy Pettit. I'm sorry I didn't say it. Yeah, that's like taking uh, Jared Porter's side today. Trevor, what do you got to say? Hey, Trevor. So, Rich, even though you tried to call me a lame ass yesterday, I'm going to help you out. So, y'all might learn go. something. There is a okay. – there, there, you're new to this. There is a very strong divide within the gun community, almost akin to Republicans and Democrats. The side that you're being attacked by is what's called buds. Like, just like Elmer Fudd. And that's the crowd that, you know, you say shit like, okay, Booger, too. Like, they're assuming you're a fucking idiot because they know some hillbilly that shot a toe off 50 fucking years ago. And then there's the other side <laughs> that they, they know. They're not assuming you're stupid. And Spot, you just mentioned it, which is funny, a few minutes ago. There are actually Facebook groups dedicated to just people pointing loaded guns and unloaded guns at their dicks. I swear to God, you can search oh. it. It's called "We Point Guns at Our Penis," but the oh, the oh, I'm on that group already. With the, with the emoji, <laughs> you are. <laughs> I point uh, my penis at some guns. Yeah, I do. That's my group. Hey, yo, let me let me make this point too. The level of aggravation Rich feels 
is justified, but not really. And let me explain why. When people criticize my push-up form, I'm pretty sure I know how to do push-ups. So relax there, fucking Tony Little. Yeah, but everyone thinks the way they do does push-ups is the best. No, but the point is, like, I, I, I know how to do a push-up. You gotta, okay, you gotta uh, let your chest touch the ground. They gotta be wider. Rich doesn't Elwood's know gotta be the out. first thing about shooting guns, so that's why he, although aggravating, he should roll with the criticism and say, "Hey, you're right. He I don't know," and that's what Rich doesn't like. He doesn't like to not know, you know. know. And it's the fact that he's being called out by people that he doesn't necessarily respect. Rich, it's okay to not know. Yeah, like Rich, when I when I'm being criticized and I'm fighting back, it's like, "Yo, I know how to do a push up. Jerk off. Shut up." You don't know shit about shooting guns. So why not just take it for what it is? Andy Pettibro. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to the phones. Uh, Michelle Kwan. I, I know say? what you're saying, dude. Uh, Austin hey. in Missouri. Hey, Austin, you're on the show. Kirby hey, good morning, boys. Hey, I couldn't. I, you know what? I was like, I'm not going to call in today. And then I was a liar. So, uh, Covino. Your impression of Sarah's dad. Oh, my God. Mr. Garrison. That's the first thing that came to my mind when you were like, okay, Rich, I'm going to. Yeah. Mr. Garrison. <laughs> he sounds like. I was trying to do Hank Hill. Yeah, he sounds like Hank Hill to me. <laughs> I'll have a large pie fry, large coffee. That's what he sounds like to me. <laughs> uh, Thank you. All right. That's it? That's it? Okay. Okay. We got, hey, I got hey. him to call. Hey, you got him to call. <sighs> Miguel, hey. Miguel in Texas. He wants, Andy to talk, he wants to talk to gunslinging Rich. Keep it quick. Hey, Miguel. What are they, los tacos locos on a taco Tuesday? Rich. It's not quick. I know y'all are in, in entertainment. And y'all y'all got to put everything on social media. Next time you go shoot, dude, keep it between yourselves. Hey, and go. And you're talking about getting a gun and ammo. Get it. Get it while you can, brother man, because that stuff is steady going up. Ammo's really going up. The bigger, the, the larger the caliber of the gun, the more the ammo's going to cost you. Hopefully, your, your father-in-law has a reloader, and that'll save you some money. But now, man, keep it, keep it, keep it between yourselves, man. There's hey, too many out there, Miguel. No, that's I, how I feel, and and this is a, an argument no, amongst the I show disagree. all the time. I disagree. No, because you know what's going to happen. Rich I, also I likes. Love what you did, Rich, Rich also likes to share videos of of him being a dad and his daughter and shit like that. All it takes is one jerk off to criticize his parenting or say something negative about his daughter, and the fun is over. And I've been there and I dealt with it, and I don't like that feeling. You know, I don't like it. So there's something about what Miguel's saying. Like, yeah, I, I know we're in entertainment, and we need to to follow through on the bit and 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 provide these sort of things. But sometimes when it comes to your personal life and sharing it, it's just not worth it. You know, hey, here I am posting a picture of me and my kid at the theme park, and now they're criticizing uh, about my parenting. Or they said something negative about how my daughter looks. How's that worth it? Keep it to yourself. It's not worth it for me. And, Rich, I feel like you learned that lesson. It's not worth well, it. I you learned, could have had a nice day and just told us the story. Listen, clearly, I understand the importance of gun safety, and that is a good lesson to be learned. But for people to think mm. that safety wasn't taken and precaution wasn't taken, I'm not some drunk bozo like, like that guy Trevor said that is pointing a loaded gun at my toe and blew my toe off. Neither My father-in-law went step-by-step step through every safety initiative and explained everything to me and did everything. You know, we were there like 
a while. It wasn't, you know, the t- it was a two and a half minute video. You do realize they were there for more than two and a half minutes, right? And you do realize that he showed me like, all right, here's the gun. Here, you pull this back. Here, see, there's no bullets in the in the gun. We have the Rich. bullets here, and here's how Rich. we load them. He taught Rich. me and showed me the whole process. You're saying you do so realize. To think, You're talking to, down to, to, to the gun experts. Don't do that. But but I'm saying, Kavino, to, to it, compare me to some drunk guy that accidentally shot his TV because he thought it was empty and it was unloaded. How can you say the same when I was going through the process? But then again, again, Andy Pettit, I'm wrong. Uh, I took steroids because uh, I hurt my shoulder and I tried to recover. Uh, Lance Armstrong, uh, I raised the millions of dollars for cancer patients, but uh, I cheated. Yeah, but look, there's a uh, time listen. and place. It's like when I'm in church, it's it's not that often, right? There's such a part of me that wants to make a fart sound, right? I just want to be like, <laughs> make everybody laugh because it's awkward and quiet. And this is going on far too long and I'm losing patience. But it's inappropriate. You fucking acting like a cartoon character on a gun range is not appropriate for a lot of people. You know, you know how many dirty looks like. Spirit. Yeah. You know how many people would be mad at me? Like, who are you Forever making a mockery of this? You making a making a mockery of our sermon here? What do you, what the fuck, I get this guy out of here. That's what you're doing to something that people consider to be very sacred and serious. But. At the same time, I, you know, it's, it's the world we live in, Rich, and it's a shame because you can't do anything. Rich, you've been called to the principal's like, dude, office. I, no, I got criticized for, like, uh, like exploiting my daughter one time or something like that. And I'm like, really? That's the impression you're How'd getting? You exploit her? I'm like, that's my daughter. What do you mean? I shared, I shared a moment or something. You exploited her. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> well, if that's the fucking feedback I'm going to get or something, and if that's the impression that anyone, even if it's one person, is going to get... It's not worth it. Fuck, I'm not sharing this stuff. I heard it's the personal. Mighty Mighty, Mighty Bostones hated that. It's personal to me. Hey, I, I'll keep you ever notice why Kavino uh, doesn't post pictures of his daughter? He's got the right idea because people are jerk-offs. You've made Kavino this way. You see what you did, you little jerk? All it takes is one person to be like, you let your daughter wear that? Fuck you. Not sharing it. I don't, it's not, not worth it. Or, you know, anything. Your daughter wears eyeliner? It could be anything. It could be the dumbest thing. It could be my daughter playing dress up. Like you guys People are gonna have something to say, and I don't want to deal with it. You it's not to, worth it. Though. You take things too personal. No, it's not worth you it. You need spot. to realize that people are just uh, let them live in their miserable lives. No, it's not and worth you, it. And you live your life. It's not worth like it. When I post, like when I this is such a biter uh, comparison. Like when I posted that photo of myself feeling it with my little flannel shirt. Where are you going? Oh, and. Every like at first it was like oh you look great you look great I'm like oh I feel great now and then everyone was like why do you look like you have lip injections and then the That's whole a joke spot yeah but hold on and then the whole fucking tune changed to me getting lip injections and then it totally ruined my my buzz <laughs> so and then I'm like fuck it I'm just taking well, then I'm don't like, get then lip injections but yeah, I didn't don't get look lip like injections it. don't look like you so got so that I understand what you mean but then you just have to realize it's like you know what it made me feel good. If it made you have fun and you had no, fun doing it, but that aggravation and you is not shared worth it, it with the world, if the world, the, however the world takes it, that's up to them, and you can't let it come back to you. You put it out into the world, let the world take it. You're just too. It's like you learn from it and you move on. So Rich is getting criticized for his gun to wait a week before I post a photo with lip injections. What do you think? Let's, let's subside a bit. Let's wrap it up. You can see the video at Cavino and Rich. Let's wrap it up with these phone calls. Yeah, Rich has better no, no watch patience. now. Yeah, watch it now before we take it down. Yeah, it's coming down. Uh, 
Dave and Kelly. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. Uh, three quick points, and uh, I want to touch on that last caller. And this is kind of why we have a selection of nature, I guess you'd say. That group that points the guns at their dicks and stuff like that, one of the leaders of the group is on video of shooting himself in the dick live streaming it and that just shows how idiot they are and also rich like i'm not trying to pile on you but you can talk to gun owners that have owned guns for many years that have cleaned them many times that every time they clean them they know that they have emptied the gun checked the gun and they still end up shooting themselves by mistake because they did not check that one time. So you saying that you know for a fact is your first time shooting. And then you go out the first time shooting and you do one of the stupidest things that you can do. Stick a weapon in your mouth, even if it's empty. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. I mean, it's by his mouth. Mm. I mean, it's now, by mouth. now you're talking about sticking a weapon in my mouth, you fucking dog. Did you towards, see the picture? Towards the mouth. No. Towards no, the mouth. No, not towards the mouth. Yeah. Up in the air. Dave, did you see the picture? Be honest. No, I have not seen the picture. I mean, I'm listening to what they're saying. Okay. Look at the picture. It's on our Instagram if you need to see it. Come on. Yeah, Rich. But do you hear what he's saying at least, though? Your first time out there and you're acting like the expert, right? No, I'm not. No, if you would simply say, hey, man, I, you know, I went out there and, hey, now I know. You're all right. Everyone would back off Let on me move. You guys are the. You guys are all right. I'm just saying to put the flames out for yourself, Be- and it's tough to do because you, yeah, but, you just want to fight with everybody. I get it. I, no, I feel you, that way all the time about see, everything. Like Dave, Dave's a perfect example. Gu- he, now, now it's turned into gun in my mouth. Give me a fucking break. What, I mean, and then you're, are you even looking at the picture? Yeah. Do you saw the video? I did. Nothing unsafe about that. But hey. <laughs> really? Now you're causing more reason for people to get on you. Whatever, dude. I'm, I'm taking it down right now as we speak, so don't even try to look. I'm going to take it down right now. It's over. Oh, good luck. It's already screenshot. Oh, come on. Forever. I don't care. No, I'm just taking out the video. No, no one can enjoy it. Oh, it was a great video. Stop, stop it. He's pulling a reversal, dude. Stop He's like it. the girl on The Bachelor that walks away only because he wants The Bachelor to come running after her. Don't do that. Wait, is this a bachelor discussion yeah, he's, he's, Descri- disguised as we're shooting? Yeah, yes, that's what Actually, it is. Actually, I never went shooting. <laughs> <laughs> this is one big lie to talk about The Bachelor. He's pulling that move where, where the silence speaks volumes. The girl walks away so that the bachelor's like, what's wrong? Are you okay? I just need a moment. Don't pull that move. Be better than that. Yeah, but what, what more could I say? Be better, Rich. Then. But what, what you tell me, what more can I say to explain how I was wrong? Was done a, I am now an ally. A, That's it. That's what they what? wanted to hear. I was wrong. Okay. I was I, I was wrong. In my defense, I've never done this before. But no, but uh, tell me what to say. I am now. Hey, guys. Wait, wait let's play I went it out. In with the it approach, Hold on. I went in Look. with the approach to entertain. I probably took it a, a little too far. I was wrong. Okay. I learned I from it. With- I am now an ally. And uh, I'll make sure that people know this moving forward when we talk about guns. And, and that's how a PR person talks to their client in real life. Yeah, and it would have put the fire out yesterday. Instead of you antagonizing and mocking everybody else with, with their, about their serious nature when it came to this. Again, this argument and, and this conversation oh. lived online where a lot of people were giving Rich a lot of criticism on safety. And Rich was you know, basically saying, yeah, beat it with your safety. 
It's easier. It's easier for me to say, Rich, because I'm not but, you in this scenario. But, I understand how, how aggravated you are. But how? <sighs> I understand how. I, I feel this way four out of five days a week doing the show. Let's go uh, to the phones and wrap this up. <laughs> you're, you're so persecuted, Eric in Colorado. The, I hey, mean, Jesus Christ. Hey guys. Hey. Uh, so, Rich. Uh, on one hand, I saw it. I laughed. I chuckled. And then, but the the picture. I cringed from the perspective of you're pointing a gun up in the air with your finger on the trigger, and as the old saying goes, what goes up must come down. And for, if people don't know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the gun is empty and you but were I to do. pull the trigger and it go off, hold on, you do, but the, some of the people, or I'm sure a portion of the people who saw that don't. So that's where okay, part of that yeah. criticism is going to come and, and, from. And in a way, I, you, you I, owe your, fa- your father-in-law a, a bit of an apology because you put him in an awkward scenario, and, and here, he didn't and ask for that. Final here, here's one final thought. Something uh, Spot said about what his, his friend texted about what us gun owners put up with. There are proposals in five different states right now that would make gun ranges so ridiculously safe that – I mean, the NRA uh, firearm safety uh, program, to some of these people, that's not strict enough, and they literally would go in there, and if they saw you do that, would take the gun away from you and slap you in handcuffs. That's what people want. Cold cocky. That's how ridiculous. Hey, Rich, let me give you an example, okay? Just to make it clear. No, let me just give you an example. Examples have been examples. No, but you go, we checked, right? You don't know the first thing about checking a gun. So you're taking Mike's word for it, right? No, 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 no. Okay. You know what? Let me tell you. Every night, you know what Jordan says to me? Did you lock the door? And I know I locked the door, but then I say to myself. I thought she said sports center again. She says that first, and then she goes, did you lock the door? And I'm like, yeah, of course I locked the door. I locked the door every night. Oh, my God. More sports? And then I sit there, and I say, oh, I did unlock the door. But I was so certain that I locked the door. But then yeah, I get up out of bed. And then I get up out of bed anyway, just to make sure and put my mind at ease that I locked the door. That's why you yeah, need Mike, and then Mike she... could be like, oh, of course I emptied it. I emptied it out all the oh time. But Jesus you know, Christ. hey, there's that one time where I didn't lock nope. the door and I thought I did. That's why you needed the uh, remote lock. Yeah, but you know, there are that times where I could have sworn, of course I locked the door and I get up to lock it just to double check. You need the Matt oh, Lauer. And I didn't lock the door. Did you lock the door? And then I say, yeah, I locked the door. But I didn't and I forgot. How I thought was, I did. How was that the same? Because there could be that one time that Mike could have sworn he emptied the gun, but he didn't. But that's, I watched I'm, him do it. But that's what they're saying. How do you know what you're watching if you've never even seen this shit before? You don't know. Uh, you know what's in the barrel of a gun? I don't know. I, when I don't, you see the no. barrel spun around and there's no bullets in it, it was emptied out, and there's, it's a completely empty gun, how do you... You know That's that. not locking what a door you know and speculating. The barrel Rich. you know about but hey, but hey, the one you went over uh, Niagara Falls in. Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know. Miles in Toronto. All I'm saying is there could be that one Wrapping time. It up. Hey, Miles. Yo, listen. First of all, every gun you handle is a loaded weapon. That's the way you have to treat it. <laughs> yeah, laugh if you will, but that's the way you have to treat it. And let me we're tell laughing you at that. Rich uh, rolling his eyes yeah. at you. He huffed. Yeah, we're, we're not, we're not we're laughing, laughing at, at you. We're laughing at Rich huffing. <laughs> And the expression is that, what is it, complacency breeds contempt, right? So yeah. maybe this time it was. And you're comfortable with that level of, of being relaxed with the gun, with the weapon. 
But next time, you're going to say, oh, yeah, that was fun. And it's going to go a little bit further. And maybe you didn't check the time. You're right, man. There's no next time, so don't worry. There's no next time. All of these variables that you have to take into consideration. Hey, Miles, you're right. Miles, Miles, Miles. You're right. Gun safety is of the utmost importance. I hate when you do that. And you guys can shit on Cavino and you guys rant on Cavino and this man sits there and takes it. But whenever Rich gets on this what? end of the barrel, he throws his hand up. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, fine. Okay. Nah, man. We're just trying to tell you what's what. We're just trying to tell you what's good for you, bro. We need you. It's the Cavino and Rich show. You get Miles, that, right? On a serious note, gun safety is very, very, very important. Sorry, I attempted a joke. And by the way. Kavino sits there and takes it? Yeah, let him think that. <laughs> that was That's more right. false than you saying you didn't yeah, point a gun I, at you I like Miles' point. If you're doing this on your first time at the range, what are you doing I'm never the going next again, time? so don't worry. What are you doing the next time? Okay. Fucking uh, flippy-dippy That's trigger? your problem. That's your problem. Stop yeah. being a little baby bitch. And Miles says you're being a Say, baby bitch. I learned from my mistake, and next no. time, you know what? I'm going to become he fucking can't admit John it. Wick. He just I'm can't gonna admit spend, it. I'm going to spend the next few months, and I'm going to be John Wick, and I'm going to... Know all about guns. He doesn't like Never. it that for the one time he he's wrong and that every and, and someone else that he's like this guy's gonna tell me what to do. Yeah, that guy is more knowledgeable than you in this particular arena. Accept it and move on. That's it. Okay. It's tough. I get Rich, it. I want you to come back here in a few months and be able to shoot the flea off a dog. That's right. Never, no, with one. No, 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 no. Right, two more calls just because they've been on hold, and then we are done with this, and we are moving on. Two more. That's it. Matt in St. Louis. Say something hey, that guys. no one else has said or hang up. Okay. Everybody makes mistakes when they first try something new. You get yes. a pass the first time. Hey, you made a mistake. But you, you say, hey, this is not what you do, and you learn from, learn from that it doesn't. It shouldn't ever happen again. You know what I mean. But the first time you try something new, you get a pass. I mean, it's the same thing. I I look at it as I'm a car guy. I'm also kind of a gun guy, but I'm a car guy. And when you go to a car meet, you're not supposed to, you know, do burnouts and you're not supposed to do donuts because you might hit somebody. You might do something dumb. But when you first go there and you make a mistake, I've done it. Everybody's done it. You know, he say, hey, don't do that again. You're more than welcome here. But if it keeps going on, hey, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's Love like the certain these, in these cultures, in these cult right. cultures. Certain, like, do nots. There's rules, like underlying rules, unspoken rules. I'm sure all these, like. He brought the, the bike, biggest one. Like the bike culture. I'm sure if you uh, wore a, a vest wrong, Ian Kennedy would come after you or, or. The car culture, the gun culture. There's always these cultures that have all these underlying rules, and you you violated rule number one, so everyone's yeah. coming after you. It's like that one time I was in a fight club, and I started telling everybody about it, and they got all mad at me. They're like, hey, rule number one is there is no fight club. Rule, like, sorry, I didn't know. And then they said rule number two. So wrap it up with this guy. Jimmy in Connecticut. Jimmy. That's it. Say something no one else has said or you word. Done. Yeah, I just find it so incredibly ironic that, you know, a couple of days ago, Rich was talking about how he knows how to handle himself around a firearm or he wouldn't look stupid and he ends up going to a range and pointing a fucking gun at his own head. <laughs> that, would be, that, would, that would be funny, Jimmy, if I pointed a gun at my head. All right. Moron. And scene. You okay? Rich, you okay? Tr- truthfully? Yeah. 
No. Aggravated, right? Yeah, no, I, I, I understand the aggravation, but it's not, it's just not worth it. Camino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk 103. So we stayed up extra late watching the Property Brothers to sort of change the mood and the vibe a little bit. Fell asleep. Jonathan won. Brother versus brother. And then I get woken up. It was early for me because I stayed up late. So it was probably around 10 a.m. But I was still sleeping. I was still in sleep mode. I wasn't completely out of it, but I was still in bed scratching my nuts. That sounds like, yeah, for a weekend, that's okay. I had bed head. I'm in my chonies. You know, I'm still in sleep mode. You look like uh, I look like uh, Manny Pacquiao? No, Popeye from uh, Blood In, Blood Out when he's wearing his red Speedos. Oh, yeah. Look it up when he's like, when he wakes up with his, you know, he, people know what I'm talking about. The Vatos know what I'm talking about. Right. Get to your point. So, someone's ringing my doorbell at 10 a.m. And I'm not getting up in my chonies with morning wood, bedhead, and, you know, my breath is kicking like Billy Blanks. Tybo's back. Anyone with kids is laughing at you saying, in bed at 10 a.m.? I, I just explained. It was a long night. <sighs> you know? It's so nice. Yeah, it's nice to sleep <sighs> They laugh at me, but I laugh right back. I just, it's the one benefit of, of having you. Well, you know what? When your kid's 11, I didn't have her this weekend, but when she's 11, you leave them out a little something or they can make their own shit. That's what's great about you know, them growing up and being independent. Yeah, he's lived that life, right? Yeah, I lived that. You forgot that. You forget that. Yeah. Imagine uh, Emmy's three, right? We got divorced when she was seven. So imagine like all that being taken away from you after seven years of what you're living right now. You know how bad that sucks? Probably really bad. Yeah, pretty bad. So you got to learn to appreciate. Oh, so I get to sleep in on, a, on every other weekend. That's cool. So I appreciate that. I get woken up by the doorbell. And I have the ring doorbell. So I'm like, I'm not going to the door. I, I pick up the phone. And I'm like, hello? You're like, who is it? I'm like, who is no, He's like, who goes there? <laughs> who rang that bell? That's exactly how I answer it. <laughs> And there's a woman there. She's like, oh, hello. Uh, it's your neighbor in 314. And, uh, you know, I, I saw the sign that you have. Uh, you have the sign that say, oh, you're missing the uh, the cover for the bicicleta, the cover for the bike, uh, silvery, black. Uh, I saw the cover. I'm like, huh? I'm like, oh, hey, oh yeah. Hey, thanks. Uh, I was like, I'm, I'm sort of sleeping now, but uh, I'm sorry, but thank you very much. He's like, yes, it's on the roof. If uh, you go on the roof, it's up there, the black and silver. I see it. If I, did, I want to say right. before I forget. And I'm Pause like, this. what? Pause. Yeah. So this woman came to your door, rang your bell. Yeah. And told I, and you he was she like dismissing the, her. And she, told, yeah, you, she it, told you she knew about your bike cover. I, so you were like, oh, I'm in bed. I didn't want to get out of my ten, fucking underwear and offend I'm, her. I'm in bed. You know what I mean? Beat so it. What if she had the bike cover in her hand? I could see her on uh, the ring doorbell. I'm talking to her. And uh, I let her know, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sort of not right. I got morning wood right now. So this woman comes to do you a favor. She knocks on my door. But I'm in bed, Spy. What the fuck do you want me to do? You fucking hop it's up 10 a.m. It's 10 a.m. But I'm still in bed, Rich. What the fuck? I'm in yeah, bed. It's a reasonable time to knock on someone's door. I didn't say it wasn't. Never said it wasn't. Totally reasonable. I never said anything she did was unreasonable. I'm just telling you that I wasn't. I wasn't. 
in any position to answer. It's me. I, st- I, I, I was still sleeping. It's oh. me. It's me. You know when you're like in bed and you're just staring at the ceiling and... Who rang that bell? I, I, I have your uh, uh, 315. Hello? Hello, bicicleta. Hello? Uh, hello, housekeeping? <laughs> uh, I didn't know what was going on, dude. I was still like in and out of sleep. Housekeeping. I'm not mad at her. Please, spot. Leave me alone. No. You see, you guys Housekeeping. I got your bike covered. This is why people hear what they want to hear. Because they hear you buffoons no. saying shit that I I'm hear, not saying. I hear you being dismissive of someone trying and to help rude. you. No. And you rude. hear me fucking still sleeping. Talking to a woman on the ring doorbell. How am I being rude? I'm rude by not answering the door. But again, I didn't know who this woman was. I didn't know what was going on. I'm disoriented. And I'm not dressed. So do you, I, it would have been better if I fucking opened the door like half naked? Peeking out? That would have been better? Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm not mad. Aye. No one's being rude. Ay, Dios mío. I wish I would have been awake. You know, so I could have opened the door and, and been more cordial. It's una chupacabra. So anyway, <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. I, I was very nice. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I, I'm going to go check it out right now. Okay. I, I want to tell you before I, I forget that black is silver. She was really like, you know, sold on my description because I left signs. I left signs all over my apartment. If you're new to the show... Big mystery. My bike cover went flying off the balcony. I had just gotten it. It was like 40 bucks and change. I had just gotten it, though. That was the principle. And the principle was it didn't fly far. It flew off into someone else's balcony, for all I knew. And no one was claiming it, so it was annoying. This woman says it's on the roof. On the roof. I have a question. Yeah. What was she doing on the roof? That, I don't know. <laughs> right? So... Like you don't have I didn't like, even know you could get on the roof. There's nothing up there, right? I live like, on the top level. I didn't know you could even get up there, really. I mean, I assumed, but I didn't know like anyone had access to it, right? So, it's a two-part story, because you're thinking, wow, wow. Is Kavino's luck about to change, but hang tight. So, I go up to the roof. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know if it's stable. So, I call up the HOA manager I'm like, oh, no. I text him, actually. And I'm like, hey, can I walk on the roof? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't want to fall through someone's apartment. <laughs> Double Diaz style. Yeah, I didn't want to just like, whoa. Camino's legs are are, uh, are dangling in the roof of uh, apartment 308. Right, at least you can clean the top of your chandelier. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm hanging for my life on my own chandelier because I fell through the roof. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking around. I know ro- roofs scare me. They're, you know, they're like meant to be stable. Like they're not. You can't put a like heavy weight on them, but you can walk around on them. I I understood that. Like, but I'm not an HOA guy. I'm not. You know, I don't know, I know. where I can and can't step. Like, there's it's zone- not like it's, it's a done and finished roof. Yeah, there's but- nothing but like vents and fucking pipes up there. Ro- roofs, 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 roofs are. Co- like they're okay for walking. I mean, they're I not assume, coded for like. Some of them aren't coded for like big air conditioning units or. It didn't look safe. Spot. Things so I roof, was just double like, checking, and I also didn't want to get in trouble. Should be okay, right? But I didn't know if that was like a no fucking trespassing zone. I didn't know if it was safe. I didn't know anything. It's the last thing you need, Kavino, is is another fine. I mean, so well, yeah, I get but... up there and I'm looking around. It's like, this is weird. Where could it be? 
Because I didn't get like a full description of where it is or anything from this woman. This was over the ring doorbell. But I, I got dressed immediately and I went up there. I'm like, I'm going to find this before it fucking blows away. I'm looking around, looking around. And I see something in the distance and I start to get real excited. Like, my luck's about to change. This is it. It's the miracle. And as I'm walking toward, I'm like, is that a garbage bag? Or am I? Uh. I hear, hey. I turn around. And I say, hey. He goes, what business do you have being on the roof? I'm like, huh? What business do you have being on my roof? I said, what's it to you? Oh, Swear no. to God. Oh, what no. business yeah. do you have? Twice. What business? Because mm-hmm. I'm caught off guard. Like I, I was startled because I'm up there by myself, right? Some guy in his pajama pants comes out and says, what business? I swear to God. I wrote it down because I wanted to quote it. What business do you have being on the roof? Then he said his roof. So and I said, well, what's it to you? Because I'm like, who are you? The fucking king? Here's the, hold on. Do you not, hold on. All right, I'm at I, fault. I'm, immediately, you're going to be take this guy's side. No, but no, do no. You, but do you not see where you go wrong no. by being confrontational he never, immediately? He never I'm, does. I'm not. confrontational. You guys are such fucking dorks. Yeah, but I do the show with a if bunch of dorks. Could, oh, yeah, instead I'm a of having my dork. back, dude. How you know, I'm upstairs on the us. roof, minding my business, bro. I live in this building. How but this, this guy in his fucking us? slippers. Well, that's a whole other discussion. But to say I'm confrontational, I'm not bothering anybody. Rather than just say. Hey, Mr. Uh, grumpy Man. I might have said, who are you? Or what's it to you? I know something about who are you or what's, what's it to you? you? Yeah, what's, what's it to you? you? If you said, oh, uh, if you just... What if I was taking it in the sun? What if I'm the fucking repairman? What if I'm anything? Who the fuck is he to be... Who is he, the, the vigilante? What day was He's it? the guy. He's security? Is he... Oh, you in your pajama pants. You're, are you building security? I never saw you Couldn't before. Couldn't you simply just say, oh, I think my bike cover blew up here. I'm looking for it. No, it was the tone in which he fucking called me out. But I'm a grown com- man, too. I'm probably older than with, this guy. But why do you have to be stupid You guys are such idiots. You guys always have the side of the asshole. Uh, yeah. Instead of saying, hey, I'm just up there retrieving my belongings. I don't but, need but this harassment. Oh, no. Give me no. You guys are so what? stupid. Right. I do the show with dummies Rich, that just want to argue me all the time. Rich, take right. it away. I'm not even telling you the story. It's the same thing all the time. I'm always no, wrong. No. I'm here minding my business, trying to retrieve my happy moment, my miracle, and, and you guys are taking the side of some fucking guy with a, with a, uh, a comb over in his pajama pants? Fuck my, you. My miracle. Listen, no, I, first of all, this guy interrupted my the- miracle. Hold on. Go to the videotape, Wonderwolf. I never said you were wrong. I'm just saying you do realize... How about correcting this guy? Okay, Jesus How Christ. am I confrontational when this guy's the one stepping up to me? I'm not facing him. I'm, I'm, I get a smile on my face like, there it is. Finally, luck is coming my way. And I get interrupted Hold on. mid-fucking fantasy from some fucking asshole in his slippers. Not, not saying, just, hey, oh, he wasn't being... Yeah, just, he wasn't being uh, concern for my my well being and and he was being a, a jerk off. How do you not see do that? Do a monologue. Do a monologue. You're wrong. It's the same thing all the time, dude. You always have no, the do side a monologue. of the if asshole. You if you don't want to have a do a monologue. If you don't want to have a conversation, do a monologue. But it's the show. same shit. It's the same shit every time I tell a story. You defend like the jerk off. This guy's a clear I, jerk I'm gonna off. Go, I'm gonna go get a coffee and a cookie. Go t- tell a story. Tell a monologue, Adam Shine. I, I mean, I don't disagree that. He was a jerk off to come after you on the roof. What business do I have? But that's how you but, speak to another adult. But hey, break. You don't need. It, sometimes you can diffuse a situation immediately by simply just 
responding with the truth, not being combative, but right back. It I said, makes you no different than him. Oh, he goes, what are you doing up here? Uh, and I, I wish I would have said, minding my own business. Because that would have been dope. He said, that's what you one. wish it that you... I wish I would have said, minding my own business. How about you? Oh, yeah. That's what I wish I would have said that. Did you, oh, did you come up with that in the shower yeah, afterwards? Like, Fuck, I should have said that. Hey, hey, hey. What are you doing up here? Minding my business. Which one? I just want to ask you one question. Then I, I do want to hear the end of the story because it's a good story. But why do you think that you have all these encounters and Spot and I don't? Do you think it never has anything to do with the way you approach situations? No, I think this guy, I don't, I don't want to. It's a mixture of two things. There's a fucking random dude on the roof, right? And then I'll give you the real reason in a minute. And then there's a part of me that says, like, he saw a brown dude fucking wearing a hat. And he's like, what's this guy doing up in the roof? That's what I think. I think it's subconscious racism sometimes. I do. And I'm not one to feel like I'm treated any different because I'm slightly brown. I'm not. I really don't. But sometimes it does happen. Okay. So maybe that has the reason to do with it. Maybe that's why you wouldn't have been bothered if you were on the roof. Maybe that's it. I so maybe like that's why I'm quick to say, well, who the fuck are you? The fucking the, the building police? No, I, I've been places that are peculiar. Not that the the roof is no, sort of peculiar. Dude, you, don't the, you don't get the treatment I get. You don't. You just don't. Okay, but I'm saying, all right, I, I've been places where I'm not necessarily maybe supposed to be, right? And I'll, like, looking for something, or and someone's like, hey, what are you doing? And I, I'll, I'll say what I'm looking for or doing there. Yeah, but who is this guy to be tr- calling me out like I'm some fucking asshole? He was rude from the start. His tone wasn't that of concern. His tone was being a, like a tough guy jerk off. It was. And I don't like... It hits me in a way. I'm like, yeah, who yeah. are you? It damages his pride. I'm not trying to fight the guy. I'm in my business, dude. This is a happy moment for me. So that's what made right. me even more angry. I'm like, yo, man, this is my, I'm ready to fucking have my happy moment, and you're interrupting. That's how I feel about it. You were on the roof, though. He goes, well, what are you doing? So I'm like, what am I doing? So I'm like, I'm getting mad. I'm like, what do you mean, what am I doing? All you have to do is say, looking for my bike cover. I do. I say, I'm looking for something, because it's none of his business. I say, I'm looking for something. He goes, oh, yeah? It wasn't like, it was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah he, was, he was challenged. What are you, the fucking CIA? You can't tell him what you're looking for? But it's or none you, of his business, dude, because I'm not or, bothering anybody. Or do you ever think you're hearing things more aggressive than they are? Like, maybe he was just like, hey, man, what are you doing up here? And you, and you hear it angrier he, than he intended? No. Or, or he's up there fucking to, like, cause, like, problems for me? What I mean, are you talking he, about? I mean, he did go out of his way to go to the The guy's roof. up here in his fucking pajamas. Because he saw me going up there. He probably heard your footsteps on his ceiling. I don't give a fuck. Truthfully. I'm telling you what happened. So he goes, what business do you have here? I have it. What business do you have here? What are you doing? And so I was like, I'm, just like, I'm not answering this guy's question. I'm not playing this guy's fucking tough guy game. right? I live here. I pay a lot of money to live here. If I, I want to piss off the roof, I'm going to do whatever I want. I don't know if you can. Do I don't that. know if I'm do that, but I'm like, hey, uh, leave probably, me alone. That's, that's in Article uh, 23, Section 8 of the HOA. No peeing yeah. off the roof. Yeah, but but towards the bushes is fun. Very liberating. I go. I'm looking for something. Oh, really? What are you looking for? And I, I again, I wish I would have said. Je- you should have said. Jesus. Mind my own business. How about you? you? Should have said Jesus. I'm looking for Jesus. What are you looking for? That's what I want to know. What are you doing on the roof in your pajama pants? At least I had the fucking decency to put pants on. You and your fucking flannel pajama pants and your slippers. Take your stupid slipper off and hit you over the head with it. 
stupid comb over. Is it possible? Minding my business. Is it possible that he heard earlier the lady that came to your door on the roof? And now he's like, all right, so what's going on up here? So now he came up, and you're taking the brunt of her being on the roof? But you're missing the point. And here's the point. Okay, go. I'm going to tell you what he said, and I'm going to tell you what happened. But the point is, I'm in the middle of my happy moment. I was going to, you think I was going to hang out up there? I was going to get on and off. I wasn't on there for 30 seconds before this guy sniffing my ass, bothering me in the middle oh. of my happy mo- You know how excited I was to go up there like the roof? How do I get up here? I got it. I'm like full of excitement. I'm like, oh man, if this is here, this would be the best morning ever. I can't believe it. And then at a principal, and then, you at a fucking, up, and then I get some guy yelling at me. At a principal, you stayed up there all day. Hold and, like, on, I'm not a schoolboy, guys. I'm a fucking. I know I'm like your pal and whatever, and I'm some guy, a man boy that you guys have fun with. I'm a grown up. I don't need another well, grown up in his pajama act- pants yelling at me. Then why don't you start acting like one? If you're how, a grown up? how am I not? You mean being in my on my on the rooftop of a place that I own? You respond like a, a fifteen year old who no because uh, I'm being spoken to. That is, way. Is, Dude, is skateboarding you're a forty three year old guy. You're forty three year old guy with like nineteen year old guy problems. Yeah, you're like a, a kid getting caught skateboarding in a fucking alley. It's like just say, "Oh, I'm up here looking for my bike cover." End of story. Happy moment. No, because when someone's treat talking to you that way, you guys don't get spoken to the way I get spoken to. Oh, you're so persecuted. All right, I'm just, I'm, you ask questions and you wonder why. I, I'm telling I you wanted, the answer. That guy deserved to be spoken to that way. He's coming at me in the middle of my moment. This I is like, this is like I'm, I'm having the best dream ever, and some guy I don't like wakes me up like, yo, wake up. I'm like, oh, I'm man, you ruined my dream. This guy fucking waking me up in the middle of my dope moment. You had a dream. One, <laughs> For two weeks, exactly. I was wondering where this fucking thing was. One day. I, continue. I'm, now, now, now he's confronted you, and you've talked back. So let's hear what's going on I now. I talked back, or I responded because he's responded. talking to me like I'm a fucking schoolboy. Like, yeah, man, mind your business, dude. I'm up here looking for something. What are you looking for? Oh, Jesus. And this is where it changes. I'm like, I'm looking for my bike cover. I live in 314, and uh, my bike cover flew up and... Our neighbor in 315 said that it was up here. And he's like, oh, and then immediately. the, f- And this is proof to what you're asking. Like, how do you know he wasn't being a nice guy? Because his tone immediately changes now. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, I saw the signs. And oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, oh, well, uh, all right, well, all right, I hope you find it. It's, uh, you know, it didn't mean to bother you or anything. It's just, I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm just uh, trying to find it. I go, Am I allowed to hop over this wall over here? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I live over down here in 312. He's like, and um, there's a lot of break-ins through the roof, so I figured I'd check. And I'm like, oh, well, I appreciate, you know, safety being a priority here, but I'm just sort of looking for something. Thanks. But his whole tone and tune changed when he realized, oh, I'm the guy that wrote the signs and left them on the hallway yeah. looking for his bike cover. Well, but otherwise, he profiled me as some guy who didn't belong there. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, Mike hit us up saying, when you live on the top floor of a building, and I have, I've lived on the top floor of a building. If you hear footsteps on the roof and people scrambling around up there, you don't think I've gone on my roof and peeked up like, what's the fucking racket? And it's either a maintenance guy with an air conditioning unit or it's some kid with like running around on the roof. Like, if you live on the top floor, yeah, and there's well, a racket upstairs. You you probably are going to poke hey, up and be like, what's I, going on the I roof? I did sincerely thank him for being concerned. But his tone was wrong because I wasn't the guy he was looking for. I was the dude that lives there. Meanwhile, 
Like I said, I probably mind my business more than anyone there. I'm not a busybody. I own my place. These other guys fucking rent their place. And they're fucking bothering me. Fuck out of here. But I was nice to him. And I showed him respect. The respect that he should have shown me from the start. So I, I, I'm aggravated now. Where I should be elated. Because uh, you know, I'm about to put this mystery to rest. And after two weeks. I hop another wall. I see something in the distance. I go closer. And, and, I, and I, I'm like, is it, is it, could it be? I took a few pictures of the moment just to document the miracle. And after two weeks, it was still on the top of my roof. I found my bike cover. I had to deal with the harassment. But it was there. I couldn't believe it. But not without conspiracy and haggle. Because, Rich, I got to ask you this. There's a part of me that is very happy that luck is changing, right? But you mean to tell me that a gust of wind was strong enough to take my bike cover and blow it up to the top of the roof, right? Yeah. On a non-blustery day. Yeah. But for two weeks, that shit did not blow off the roof? Yeah, it's possible. Wind, wind patterns. Pockets. Jordan's saying, well, it's more concave and on the rooftop. Yeah, it than... might have been in like the corner where like, the know. wind keeps I, it in I, position. There's a part of me that feels that someone, someone, in that, it. someone in that building was like, oh, man, he's on to me. It was burnt. It was like they, they had it, and they knew I'm putting up signs. They know I'm on the lookout. Oh, you know what you need to do? That, like, it was just burning someone. The guilt was really just getting to somebody, and it could have been the woman that tipped me off. But she was like, it's not worth it. I need to just let him know that I have it. Somebody up there, I feel like, had it. I find it really fucking hard to believe that for two weeks, my bike cover didn't even look that dirty. So it was, it was rumbling around the rooftop for two weeks, mm-hmm. hitting wall to wall and vents and pipes and, and didn't really have much dirt on it. For two weeks, it was up there. I find that really hard to believe. Didn't but nonetheless, my luck has changed. It didn't come without any haggle or conspiracy, but I found my bike cover, and it was about the principal. So what? It was $40. Big deal. I got it back, and it's an unsolved mystery because most of the times in life, you don't get those things back. At least I don't. Didn't you say- I don't get re- resolution, and, and, and I don't get it back, and I did this time. Hold on. Didn't you say there was a um, somebody on like the first floor had the same cover? Yeah. Someone did you, did you check to see if it's still there? I haven't. You should. But maybe he like, he's like, he's on to me. He's on to me. I'm going to get rid of it. Now you should check. Now, you asked a question to, just to tie it all together, and then we'll get to the phone calls. It's a miracle, I know. I, I should yep. be happy about it, and I am. But, you know, again, no miracle goes without haggle in my life. Guy had to bother me and, and cock block my moment, but I still enjoyed it. Came down all excited. Jordan, I found it! Oh, my God. Perhaps you. She's like, how did that woman know? <laughs> Solve a mystery. Well, here's how I think she realized it. If you live on the top level of the building, some of the loft-like apartments have windows up top. And if you look out those windows, like if you look out my window in the loft, you could see the rooftop. Oh. I'm just never up there opening the window to see it. She may have seen it out the window. Oh, look. And that explains why that guy said that some people are breaking in through the rooftops. Or he said bike cover. Or is it black to silver like the signs say? I see it. In the, the guilt, sun. 
The guilt or, got the best of her. I find it really hard. Jordan didn't believe it, Rich. <laughs> but I was like, I find it hard to believe that this thing was up there for two weeks without blowing off into the L.A. barrio. You know, I'm surprised the homeless man wasn't wearing it. I feel like it was sort of planted there. I really do. Even though I, even though I find that unlikely, I find it just as unlikely that it was up there for two weeks. I helped a Steve in the 314. I helped so, so, to show you that I'm a nice guy, I thank the guy for being the apartment vigilante and, and his due diligence. I said, I, I appreciate safety being a priority. Thank you, but I'm not the criminal. And I sent him on his way. Be gone. And then I wrote a note to the woman who tipped me off. And I said, hey, it's Steve from 312. I want to thank you. That was my bike cover. I appreciate it. My dearest. Hope you have a great day as you created a miracle for me. The end. (laughs) Goodbye. So I, I left a note on her door. Okay. And uh, that was my story, and I'm sticking to it. So uh, mystery solved, and now we go to your feedback and phone calls, 866-969-1969. And then she knows she's thinking when she saw that, she's like, oh, he bought it, finally. I didn't think I, I was. free of the guilt. Uh, yeah, I didn't think I was going to see that again until I uh, made it to Heaven's Lost and Found. Yeah. You know that place in heaven where all your lost items are? Yeah. I thought that I'd see it there. But uh, this one came back to me. So it could be. Could be a new beginning for this guy. Let's go to the phones. Who do we got, Spot? Uh, let's see. Kenny in Tennessee. Kenny in Tennessee. What's up, buddy? What's happening, man? Uh, hey, man. Chances are you, you've never saw Pajama Man, and I'm guessing that he's probably never saw you neither. So when he gets up, you know, he hears somebody on his rooftop, he gets up and sees somebody up there. I don't care what color you are. You see somebody up there, and you've never seen them, you at least, you know, you want to at least ask them what they're doing up there. I mean, I agree if, with if you, man, but I am. I'm a. I. I do. I, I. There's no debating what you're saying right now. None. Okay. Sounds, Let me sounds make like that a busybody to me, though. Let me make this clear. But when you're spoken to and you're treated the way I am, as often as I am, especially in my experience in this new apartment, you're quick to be like, "Fuck you." But you're right. Well, I, I understand that completely. But I mean, I can turn that around to you as far as. Just as soon as he was talking about the people you live with, you know, you own your apartment and they don't. I mean, that's you looking down on them. That You're not being any better than they are. If they're no, I am. That way. I'm much better than them. You know why? Mind my business. Thank you. But, I no, understand. But, notice, but notice how his tune changed the second you explained? So, yeah. The community doesn't want that. That should be your first response. No, he didn't need to speak to me in that way at all from the start. At all. There's people on the roof. You know why the gate was open? The gate was open because there was HO, uh, there was uh, heating and air conditioning people coming that day. So he was going to be just a jerk off to them just because? It doesn't mean you fucking speak to people that way. I'm fluent in tone. You think you are. I know I am. You're this guy? You're not spoken to the way I am. What do you think, Rosetta Stone? Tone? Uh, but I wasn't disagreeing with our last phone call. I'm just saying when you've dealt with it as often as I've dealt with it, you got a shorter fuse when it comes to it. Let's go to who we got next spot. Trevor and Jackson. Trevor and Jacksonville, you're on the show. Hey, hey. I listen, Spot. I know you guys are doing well. Steve, I get exactly what you're saying. Like you can just feel when 
you it's like a sixth sense almost, but you can just tell when someone they're not inquiring for like the better of the community. Like he was being nosy. Same thing happened to me when my wife and I bought our house here. Uh, I'm, I was doing something with the air conditioning unit. Our neighbors come out and they're just staring at me for about 30 minutes. And finally, when I walked close enough to them, you know, they were still across the street. But when I got to my side of the street, they said, shouldn't you wait for the landlord to do that? And I'm like, well, well landlord, I'm, I'm thinking maybe they're talking about the HOA. That's the HOA thing that I didn't know they would take care of. I'm like, well, you mean the HOA? Like, no, the person that owns the house that rents it to you. Like, assuming, right. like, dude, I own this house. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, this, it's, it's always been a rental house for the last 15 years we lived here. Okay, and that's but a yeah, good but then you saw yeah, but reason for them to you, pick You don't get spoken time. to in that way sometimes. The, the guy's not going to assume you're a guy maybe committing a crime up there. They see your fucking happy-go-lucky, goofy self. Hey, buddy, how's it going? You know, they're not going to be like, hey, what are you doing up here? Uh... You don't get spoken to in that tone. And that says something good about you, right? But I wasn't bothering anybody. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't uh, looking for any confrontation. This was like a good, happy moment for me. So, And by the way, Trevor, sorry that you've gone down the ranks of cool Trevors in Jacksonville. I'm the only Must cool Trevor in Jacksonville. <laughs> no, sorry, Trevor. Nah, until, he's the only. I like Trevor. Until a month or so from now. Until Trevor Lawrence comes. All right, thank you, buddy, for sharing the story. You know, he's right. You could tell the tone. Rich and Spot are playing like I couldn't tell the tone. If you're fluent in tone. Uh, you, why didn't you preface it by saying you were fluent in tone? I would have totally had a different uh, idea. Yeah, tell the guy. Be like, hey, man, I don't think you know, but uh, I'm okay. fluent in Rich, tone. Rich, who lives next to the Lovejoys, uh, and that's not even a joke. That's a true story. You know, they're not going to speak to Rich in that tone. This guy spoke to me in a tone of, you know, here I am minding my business in a happy moment. He's speaking to me as if now I'm committing a crime. You don't see the difference? Um, Zach, you're on the show. What's going on, boys? Okay, hey, so buddy. I want to start. Hey, so I want to start off with, um, you know, my partner's Brown. You guys met him, right? So I understand, like, kind of where Covino's going with this. And, you know, as a gay dude living in the Midwest, like, situations that occurred where they knew I was gay, you know, there was different treatment. So I get that. But that being said, this is the longest fucking wah session from Covino I have heard in a minute. Sometimes it's not a wah session, it. Zach. It's the story. You know, I, you know what? I won't tell you stories. You think if it'd be a wah <laughs> oh, session? No. If, did I make it up? Did I make up this story? You know what I did? I sat home and I said, you know what? Let me fucking write a story about this guy in his pajama pants who came to harass me in my awesome miracle moment. <laughs> that would be a wah session. Let me just totally just you know. Make the, hey, I found my bike cover, but let me just throw this little this little nugget in there about how this guy harassed me just for the fun of it. <laughs> this is what happened. How is it a WAS session? It's what happened. I won't tell you my stories. Next. Look what you did. Look what you did. <laughs> John in Virginia. Who do we got? Eric? Eric. Colorado. Eric in Colorado. You're on the show. Hey, guys, so I am absolutely going to agree. I, I see both sides of this, and I'm absolutely going to agree with Cavino on this. My father used to be an exterminator, and on the weekends I would help him. And I always had to go up on the roof and whenever we had a, a job that you know went up on a roof. And several times I got confronted by maintenance guys or residents going, what the fuck are you doing on the roof? Because I would just be in jeans and a T-shirt. I wouldn't have, like, a company shirt on or anything like that. And, and I'd have to explain myself. And right. it, a lot of times it comes down to 
tone. I mean, I had a guy one day, because this one complex, people had been up on the roof and broken AC units and stolen the copper and whatnot, so they were really vigilant. And this guy confronted me at gunpoint, like, what the fuck are you doing up here? And fortunately, you know, I'm like yelling for my father, and he come up there, and the guy's like, oh, I didn't know you were the exterminator. Why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, dude, you never gave me a chance to identify myself. So this whole I, conversation I has to do a tone from the tone another, another of the tone guy of flew in and tone. Who tone knew? Rich, and, did you know? And, this and was skin a... tone. And it might not even be that as well. I want to explain this too. Everything changed. I had an understanding of this guy when he explained the crime scenario or his concern. I had an all right, cool. My tone changed, right? But his tone changed too when he realized that I was just up there looking for my fucking bike cover. Now. Does what I look like have anything to do with it? I don't know. I like to think no. I like to think not. Maybe it's just my face. Maybe it has nothing to do with complexion. Maybe, hey, this guy didn't like my, my face. I don't know. Maybe he like my vibe. But I don't think Rich would have gotten spoken to that way. I don't. That I believe. That I believe. So let's take, let's take, you know? let's take Tone out of it and say he doesn't like my resting dick face. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? That I just he, don't. How do you know? I just don't. You don't know. I just. I. You don't know. Rich just looks like any other Brad Chatter Tad on gotta, the roof. I got to tell you, not to racially profile, but I will. Most of the crime committed in this area is by like normal-looking white people. So, uh, I would. I would think anyone is a is a, a target. Anyone on the anyone in it like I see the people guy that stole shit out of your building. Yeah. Is, uh some white dude with tattoos. Yeah, I see anyone that I don't recognize, which is everyone because I don't pay attention to people. But I, anyone walking through my garage, anyone you know, at a certain time of night, anyone is up. It's it's about where yeah, you are hey, and what you're doing. If you're, if you're new There's to the show, nothing to do with the tone of your, again, uh, your skin tone. I gotta explain this. If you're new to the show. I've been nothing but harassed since I moved into this building. That just sounds like the building. So, so that's also like I'm not quick to jump down this guy's throat or assume or make these assumptions about what he was up to or what he was thinking about me. This is a collective collection of, of incidents that brought me to that <laughs> assumption. So this isn't the first time. Um, but again, I don't want it to take away from the positive, which is I got my thing back, and that's rare in my life, and I'm happy about that. Um, Let's talk to Tim in New Jersey. Tim, you're on the show. Hey, guys. What's going on? Um, hey, buddy. You're spot on. 100% spot on. Anybody comes up to me, you know, same thing, got that Jersey attitude. Uh, yeah, I guess you get a, a, a little chip on your shoulder maybe, the brown man thing. But honestly, you're, you're right on. Somebody steps up to you like that. It's like, who, 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 who that for you? Yeah. Like, Why don't you just shake them? Like, I, <laughs> no, but I don't get how you guys automatically come off with you know this you this just, positive uh, response when someone speaks to you, you that pushing, way. You should have just pushed them off the roof. So some guys like, you. hey, wait, hold on. What business you have up here on the roof? You're gonna be like, oh hi, how's it going? I'm Rich from 305. That's your tone. That, that how's that even match the tone? Oh hey, how do you how do you do? I don't try to I don't try to out asshole a guy that seems a little. Eh, it's I not even that. like out trying to asshole. That's the natural response well, when someone's to- being an asshole to you. How, like, how do, I don't get how you guys are so great and grand that right. when someone you know steps what? up to you, you're immediately you know kind of, oh, hey, good morning. How's it going? Every, Isn't the weather beautiful? Oh, yeah, dude, by the way, you know what? I'm rich. That's your tone when he's, when he's being a jerk? Rich, I'm going to let you say, gonna say, say, your, say, say your point. Say it. All I'm going to say is that I've known you for 20 years. 
every single place you've ever lived, you have a problem with someone. I don't know anyone that has as many problems with neighbors, whether they're rednecks, hillbillies, loud people, annoying people, people complaining about you, complaining about them. You are the common denominator hmm. in everything. You could say that all day. But I'm also, you know, after doing a show with me for 16 a years, the guy magnet? minds his own business. You're a shit magnet. You know, you bring up stories like you guys are jerk offs, to be honest. You really are. Uh, because you know damn well I lived next to hillbillies that had a fucking gunfight on my street. Like, that was me. That had, what did I have to do with me? There was a guy looking for, where's my money? And that was me, right? That was me. Jim in the backyard. That was me. Okay. That was me. Um, all right. You guys are right. John in Virginia, you're on I, the show. It's, it's something as simple. I know you don't like being stepped to, but if, so, if someone came Order to me. Or something about me. Hold granted, on. Granted, there's something about me that other people the don't like. Maybe response. it's not. Hold on. Maybe it's not skin tone. Maybe it's my arrogance. Maybe it's my confidence mistaken for arrogance. Ding. Maybe it's the way people don't like how I carry myself. I don't give a Bang. fuck. Hey, that's fine. But don't say I'm the dominator like I'm looking for this trouble. I'm not. Simply, all you had to say was, you're never going to believe this. I think my bike cover flew oh, up here okay. from my balcony. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it got to that. But I, I but this it guy. It got to that. This, this that should have been how it started. Yeah, it should have been started not by how him, it's going. you asshole. I'm automatically yeah. a criminal? Asshole, asshole, he should have started it that always, way. Asshole always needs to be right. responded with asshole. What was I thinking? Yeah, and that's why I responded Moving like an on. asshole to Todd that guy. Michigan, go. You guys are wrong. You Todd just love Michigan, to take go. the side of a stranger in pajama okay. pants as opposed to the guy you've invested your careers in. No, maybe we're trying to, rather than, t- we're not taking his side. We're trying you to make are. you better. We're trying to make our friend a little bit better. All right, I'm going to take a piss. You guys are the fucking worst. You talk You're to these escalator. guys. You guys are jerk offs. You guys are jerk offs. You guys are way off. If this happens all the time, yeah, maybe they don't like something about me. But that's not my problem. Don't go anywhere. That's their problem. Not my problem. Their problem. I'm minding my own business. The common denominator might be me, but it's not anything I'm doing to them. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. It's been three years, and I can't believe that because one of these years was completely wasted, right? Luckily for me, it saved me a lot of mileage because I would have went way over my miles. So <laughs> I, I know I'm not the only guy who probably has experienced that. Like, hey, I saved a lot of miles because we didn't have to work or go to work for the past year. Year we lost. So under miles, but still just about there. Like I got 36,000 miles on my lease, right? I think I'm at like 35-something. Yeah. Had we worked this entire year, I would have been way over. Obviously. So where you been going? That's the one benefit of the quarantine. It's a lot of back and forth. Oh, you didn't know? I'm my daughter's chauffeur. Oh, you, I didn't yeah, know that. yeah. You didn't know that on the side. I'm her personal Uber driver. So I do a lot of back and forth. You know, I put some miles on the car, but I think a lot of people find themselves in a place of, okay, I think I'm in the power position of doing some good negotiating. Here's why. A lot of times people go into a negotiation and they go into a dealership and they pretend like, hey, I don't need to do this. But guess what? Right now, for the first time, I really don't need to do this. I could drop my car off and say, (laughs) see you later, buddy. Or they could sit me down and be like, no, let's work something out. And I could be like, okay, but I don't need it and really mean it. Want to buy an old Mini Cooper? No. I don't know what I want to do. And I think a lot of people probably find, you know, in the past year, 
Now it does. You may have found yourself in this scenario, and I'm trying to figure out my best sort of negotiation tactic. Because it's like, hey, if you want my business, you have to make it yeah, an offer I, I can't refuse. Otherwise, I really am walking out because I don't need your car. Why, you say? Because I don't go anywhere. That's why. And it doesn't look like I'm going anywhere until July at the earliest. So I really don't need to do anything unless you make me the best possible deal right now. And I'm talking, I'll jump in another car, maybe the model higher. Yeah, the one with all the bells and whistles. I'll take that one, no money down, for the same price. If I don't get that, later, because I don't need it. And that's kind of where I'm at. You've just, Kavino, described anyone dealing with a car scenario within the past year. Jump in my car. I want to take you home. You've just described the perfect scenario someone wants to be in, not only in a car situation, but in a business decision. If you're able to tell a company, whether it's a car company, your employer, um, a cable provider, if you're able to tell someone, yo, I don't need you, but actually mean it. That's the thing. You're not bluffing. <laughs> you are in a power position. Right. If, if, if a bluff and there's a play at hand, then there is a vulnerability you still have because you're like, all right, well, I fucking do need a car or I do need this job or I do need this. Like if, if you went to your boss, let's say, let's say you work for a sales company and some other company said, hey, uh, we're going to give you 20% more and a higher commission. But you're like, you know, I like the company I work for. Hey, can you match or do better than this? The minute they start giving you the, the, the runaround, you could say, yeah, yeah. What what's the deal? Because yeah. I could just go there. Once they start giving me the runaround, I tell them uh, immediately, I'm not John Popper. Right. You've mistaken me. By the way, do I look that fat? <laughs> I'm out of here. Peace out. And the minute they start giving me that runaround, and and the minute they pull that move where you know it looks like we're gonna get that deal, and they're like, wait a minute, and they bring out their big guns from in the back. I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here. But I really mean it. Like you said, Rich, I'm out of here. So here's what I want. If they try giving me the runaround, I'm going to throw my harmonica at them. Oh. Here's what I'm thinking. Who throws a harmonica? (laughs) I have a basic civic because I really don't care, guys. My money is all over the place. You know, if you're new to the show, um, I I, I was in a divorce. I, I pay child support. I just bought a new home, right? The car is the least of my priorities. I just need it to get back and forth, to be my daughter's chauffeur, to get to work. But I really don't need it. You know, Jordan has a car. Jordan owns her car. So if I have to pick up Melody, I can use her car. Is it always going to be available? Yes, for the most part. I mean, no one's really doing anything, right? I don't need, I don't need it. Right now, I don't need it. Working from Spot's house, there's no you know, end in sight as far as we know, as, as far as going back to the office. You know, worst case scenario, I could walk to Spot's house and go to work with him. I'm good. But the point is, let's say if I have a a mid-level Civic, like, hey, yeah, guys, I'll jump in another one. I don't care. I'll jump in another Civic if you give me the next model up and I I don't want to put any money down. I'll keep the payments going. I'll pay exactly what I'm paying right now. How about that? For no money down. They're like, well, sir, I mean, no money down. Don't be ridiculous. I'm like, okay, then I'm cool. I'm good. Later. 
And they went, wait, 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 come back, come back, come back. What do you, wait, what do you say? The next model up, no money down? Hold on, man. I think we can work that out. Hold on. Because they're struggling, dude. And I know that's wrong to take advantage, but they take advantage of you. You can tell me to hold on. Why would you tell me to hold on? I tell you to hold on. Oh, okay. Spot's yelling at me, Rich. Go ahead, continue. Um, my train whistle sound sign. No, I was doing train whistle. They have no power in this negotiation, right. and you can't feel bad about that because how many times in your life have you been the powerless one in a right. negotiation? Right. You. It's usually the as you say. What, what is your phrase? Uh, f- put the foot, uh, the shoe on the other foot, or so you, flip you have the some shoe. Phrase that makes flip sense. the shoe. Flip the yeah, shoe. Flip the shoe. <laughs> flip the shoe. It's a flip the script and put the shoe on the other foot, sort of thing. Yeah. Flip the shoe. 99% of the time at work with companies, whether it's a cable provider, uh, an internet provider, your boss, a car company, 99% of the time, they're the one who has the power, He-Man style. What a rare opportunity for you. You. Exactly. To actually have the power. Camino. So that's how you don't want to abuse the power. You don't want to like take advantage, but you got to play it smart, I guess. I don't know. here's, uh, Here's something I thought you might want to bring up. What if you said to them, uh, why don't we just continue the lease I have on this car? No money. Like, I'll just keep making my payments on this car, extend it six months or a year, or like make this payment a little less, and I'll just keep the car I have. It's not a bad idea, but uh, you know, I got I get in a lease no, so that I can get a new car every three years. Yeah, I really don't want. Why really don't want this car anymore? Take advantage of getting a new car. Yeah. Um, this is great in theory. I don't think you have that much power, though. I think I, I do. No, no, no. I think you have you have more. There's no way no. you can't say I, you I have more it, now than you ever had because you think car, you do, car, dude. No, you think you no do. one's buying cars but the way they normally do. They're not right going to just hand out a car to you at but, you know less than it's worth. Really? Well, spot, you spot, make, spot. how about you make no money with it sitting there for the next year? Spot. I got a call two days ago from BMW. You know what they said? Well. Hello, Mr. Davis. It seems as though your lease is up in six months. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. They're like, uh, are you happy with the car? And I'm like, yeah, yes, you know, all is good. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. Just just wanted you to know. And I'm like, oh, well, here we go. What do they want me to know? Because here, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the same thing as Kavino. Like, I don't know. I don't know at all. There's no urgency. What type, right. what type of car I would want? Do I want to even stay with the BMW, do I want to get a, a, a less expensive car? Do I want to even get a new car at all because of the circumstances for now? And they immediately threw this at me. Well, are you, uh, you, you're below miles? And I said, you know, I'm way below miles on my lease. I haven't gone anywhere, so I don't even know if I'm going to need a car. And they said, exactly. well, we have a program right now that – is going to expire soon. I'm like, well, then you can let it expire. It's BMW's desperation program. Hold on. Rich is negotiating. No, it's true. He's describing exactly what I've gone through. Rich is negotiating. They said, well, there's a program that's going to expire soon. And I said, okay, you can let it expire. They said, well, 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 but for you, since it shows here that you've been a loyal customer, I go, go on, go on. We could uh, not have uh, an expiration for this deal when it comes to you, though. And I go, oh, thank you. Oh, you believe that? You're like, you're like the you're like the people in the State Farm commercial I'm where it's special. like, thanks for giving no, no. me, thanks for giving so, me the rich rate. Do I get a special cross pen? Thanks for giving me the, the rich rate. And then Jake's just like, everyone gets this rate. No, you can, thanks you for can, giving you me the rich much. rate. 
You know what I'm, I'm going nego- to negotiate fucking. I'm like, yo, yeah, I'll take another Civic if you can get me a chaos pen to throw in there. <laughs> <laughs> at, a res- at a resolute desk. Yeah. Hey, you know what I want? At a Dyson fan. You see that cool fucking little book in the glove box? Throw a chaos pen and we'll call it a deal. That pen's worth a thousand bucks. I think it's great in theory. It's not theory. It's the truth. You're, There's you're no being desperation. Dick, no, you're being I'm, a dick because you're a making realist. it seem like. No, you're making it seem like I think they're giving me a deal. I clearly realize that they're using all their sales tactics, but they're not going to work like they usually do. Right. hundred percent. Like, hey, hey, Rich, we have a deal for you that we don't give everyone. Oh, yeah. Let's hear all about it. Sure. I'll entertain well, this call. Go ahead. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll uh, you're you're we, telling we gotta, this you're telling this guy that he can just fucking walk into a dealer and get whatever he wants. He it's not going to happen. I, I have okay. more of a I have more okay. of a chance of of making a better deal for me. He's rich is right. I'm right. I get I get the same phone calls. You could smell the desperation of the dealership. The pressures on the sales guy more than ever before because not everyone is getting in their car and going to work. You know, it's just you're not. So it's not a priority. Did you just throw a pencil at me? He's yeah. He's very aggravated. So I find myself I because, sitting because here very pompous, like, here, yeah, okay. I, I can't get a fucking word in. Talk to this guy. He's a fucking freight train. Horseshit. I'm giving you my story. I listened about desks for an hour. Horseshit. Yeah, we listen to desks for an hour. Yeah. You expect me to stop mid-sentence sometimes. I can't stop mid-sentence, but I'm listening, and I agree with you. All right, well, I want, they, they're offering new deals. The end. And I think, guys, you have to find the best negotiating tactic. When you walk out, you have to mean it. Like sometimes they're doing everything possible to keep a person. They're saying now that they're doing special lease deals where usually it's like ten, twelve, or fifteen thousand miles a year that you're allowed to drive. They're like, well, if you're really not driving much, we could give you a really an all-time low monthly payment. For like seven thousand miles a month, I'm like, okay, so let's let's hear about this more. They are spot. They are desperate. You're you're completely underestimating what Kavino's saying. Car dealerships, no one's saying, hey, I'm driving more than ever and need a new car right now. What are they going to do? Sit on their inventory? Kavino's not asking for a special, random, like some specialty Tesla. He's talking about a Honda Civic or a Honda Accord. They have a million of them just sitting on a fucking lot. You don't think For they'll real. give them a deal? And by the way, if, if you know, I like to think of us as being at the tail end of this whole pandemic, right? Yeah, we are. This is what's happening now. And probably for the past few months, like Rich said, he's six months away from this. So I'm sure a lot of people have already dealt with this scenario already. I'm finally there. Hey, I'm open to tips, but... The best advice I'm giving you and myself is to really mean it. When I drop that car off, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll be back in a few months. Maybe not. I don't know. Later, unless, of course, they give me the offer I can't refuse. I think more than ever you're in that scenario. And and I'll tell you when I find myself uh, in this scenario a lot, and there's nothing I can really do because I'm really bluffing. Um, And it's not at the workplace. It's not in the relationship. It's not in all the other examples that Rich gave earlier. It's when I'm dealing with, like, Internet companies. And I know there's other options, but 
there's really not that many no, options. There really isn't. And when I'm arguing with like Spectrum, which Spectrum, is what we use out here on the West Coast, Spectrum is the only company that Jordan's provides a, fast Jordan's speeds. like in the background, like tell them you're gonna cancel the subscription, but I really don't mean it. Like I'm not gonna cancel. I need the internet. I need the internet. So what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Like I really don't mean it when I'm like you guys. You know I'm gonna cancel. I might cancel. You know they're they're in the powers position there, and they're like, oh yeah. Then go cancel. What's he, what do you got? One other option? This is the one time where you have to play it smart, and I'm really, really debating on what the best move for me is. So I might just drop the car off come February and ride my bike around town or, you know, just use Jordan's car when I need it. Otherwise, um, we'll see. But it's, it's, a, it's a different feeling and a different type of scenario. You are in the driver's seat, pun intended, for yep. the first time ever. For the first time ever when it comes to this stuff. As uh, Elsa would say, for the first time in forever, you actually could possibly not be bluffing. Hey, I'm going to walk out of here. You know, I don't really need a car. Well, sir, we could get you this. Yeah, that's not a good enough deal. Uh, how about no money down? Well, sir, eh, all right, goodbye now. Right. Yes. Of course, salesmen, they're, they're amazing. It's what they do. They have their tactics. As a, as a consumer, your only tactic was, hey, I'm in no rush, even though you need a car. Right? But Hey, you would always have this conversation with your significant other. Hey, look, let's not act desperate like we need a car. We're in no rush. We're just looking. Someone bothers us. We're just looking. We're in no rush. We're not going to, you know, let them strong arm us into some deal. You actually are in no rush. Well, you are not. I'm not. But I'm sure a lot of people who were working from home, maybe the pandemic's over for other people, depending on where you are. Are you taking into account that, you know, maybe the the market's on the the way up again? People are thinking like you. There are more. You're not having a very unique thought right now. I'm sure other people are thinking. I'm not saying it's unique. No, hold on. Explain that this could have been a thought or scenario someone had earlier this year. But I'm finally there. Other end. I feel like during the pandemic, if anything, more people are driving places than flying or, you know, or incorrect. mass transit. Where to go where? In- to- incorrect, because insurance companies have refunded all their like, did you not get hundreds or like, didn't you get like hundreds of dollars back from your car insurance company? I did yeah, throughout last year, but I think it's picking up again. Why your rates went up again? No, but I'm, I'm saying I think it's picking up again. People are out and about clearly. And spot, a lot of people are probably having the same thought process that you had, where it's like, well, I mean, I don't even know what the next year looks like. Maybe I'll just buy a cheap used car. What, the stupid one? No, but no, but it's true. Maybe I'll just buy a cheap used car. What do I fucking do? Yeah, let me buy a $20,000 uh, Mini Cooper. You know, or you realize that, hey, I really didn't do much driving this past year. The car really isn't that much of a priority. Maybe your priorities changed as a result of working from home. I'd dump your car on the freeway. So anyway, <laughs> you have the power. That's where I'm at. They actually call me all the time, like Rich said, because they're so desperate, and it's sad, you, you, right? You know, I I feel bad yeah. that people are struggling in that way. But if this is the only benefit that I get, let me enjoy it. They're like, "Do you plan on keeping the car?" I'm like, "Keeping it? No, you can have it back. Keeping it? Not <laughs> take it. Here, I don't want it. Two I, questions. <laughs> I don't need it. Um, when is your exact due date? 
to hand it back in? I don't like giving. You know what? It's so weird. There's no significance as to why I don't want to give it out. But people are so weird nowadays. The more details I give, the more weird feedback I get. Like, like so, I don't want to go on that date to the Honda dealership and have some guy there and be like, "Hey, listen to your show," because I'm the weird guy. The bigger our show gets, the more weird things are happening. Okay, but there's I don't care. February second, Rich. I was okay. I was not giving up that info though because Grab I feel like there? the more details I give nowadays, the more weirdos are coming out of the woodwork. Well, then why, why even bother getting a Civic then? Why not go get like a Maserati? Why not like ride around style if you, if it's if you can get it cheap? I, well, because that's still more expensive than I want to pay. But I bet you you can get a Maserati cheaper now than you would have. Yeah, you got the money. It's no. the uh, it's a it's a Teddy it's Nissan. Not a it goes back to the it goes back to the famous Teddy Nissan story, Kavino. So now on February second, I'm gonna have a bunch of people haggling me, hassling and haggling me. Go goes back to the famous Teddy Nissan theory. I went there because I thought I would f- have fun with the idea of me seeing an ad that. No money down. What, is, what was its spot? Like no money down, $99 a month for a car. And I said, there's no way that's possible. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call them out. And I did. And I walked out of there and told them to fucking save their breath because the ad was a lie. When you have the power, you, could, you can you tell could people hold to go to fuck that. themselves. Yeah, but you could hold them to that ad. Now. I think at the very, at the very most, you could hold them to that promise. I really believe that. And a lot of people have probably experienced that. Like, yeah, uh, uh, maybe if you throw a bike rack on that. I need a bike rack. Can you throw one of those on? Okay. Can, can, you, can, can I get the leather interior? So you find the same price? No? Okay, then I'm gone. Later. So you have negotiables. You definitely have negotiables. That That's I how I feel, with. and I could, I could feel it. I could feel it when I'm talking to them, because for the first time in forever, when I say I don't need it, I really don't. I really don't. That's that's when you have real power. Even in a rela- regular relationship, Rich, when you're like, I don't need you. When you really mean that, when you really mean that, that's when yeah. you're in control. I don't need you or your hassles or your stupid car or anything. When you really mean that, no one can really fuck with you. That's why multiple streams of income is important. When you don't need that job, you're in a better position. What about uh, when you don't need this car, you're in a better position. When 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 you when you talk about not needing someone, that that really is when you fully have power and the ability to really call your own shots. And spot, I think over the last year, a lot of people are realizing that the same applies to their rent. In a lot of cities where people are broke and can't afford their rent, landlords, I, I, there are landlords that are like, yeah, I'm going to raise your rent. And people are like, no, you're not. And they're like, all right, you're right. I, I'm not. Please stay here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I got, exactly. I got my lease was ex- uh, extended at the same rate for like another year. Exactly. exactly. I, I know in my building, I was, I was leaving my building, Kavino, but in my building in Sherman Oaks, one of my neighbors said the landlord and the, and the company was like, yeah, we're going to raise your rent a hundred bucks or so. And the person said, I told them, no, 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 you're going to lower my rent. And they're like, uh, uh, okay. I, I, and the same thing applies here, Rich. And again, you don't want to be a fucking jerk off who is on a power trip, monster magnet style. Monster magnet style, Jersey Rock. You don't want to be the guy on the power trip. I'm good. And I'm not saying that I am. 
But what I am saying is if this company, this is Honda we're talking about in this particular scenario, if Honda wants my business, then they're giving me the wheel of a steal of a deal. If they don't want my business, <laughs> then I'm leaving. So that's it. That's the story. And I have bye a now. few weeks. Yep. Bye, <laughs> bye now. As Emmy would say, bye now. Bye now. Bye now. Bye now. But when I say bye now, I really mean it. And they're going to be like, no, wait, no, wait, wait. What'd you say? You wanted the next model higher for the same price? You got a deal. Bye-bye now. That's what's going to happen. Just like the rent thing. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye now. Bye, Emmy. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Again, I'm sure that's just a sign of the times that a lot of people have found themselves thinking about or dealing with. And I've been getting these phone calls, like Rich said, like six months ago, these guys were on my nuts. They were trying to get me in. Six months ago. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm not really driving. I'm kind of good. They're like, yeah, but if, hey, you, if you come now, you know, we'll get you in a new one. And here's the here's my negotiate. I have like I have damage on my car. Remember I backed into that fucking pole? My tactic is there's at least like eight hundred dollars worth of damage. I'm like, yeah, how about you forget about that? <laughs> how about you forget about that? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. and I'll jump in a new one. Now you're just delusional. No, I'm serious. No, he's nah, not. Because when you get delusional. in a new car, I already, so I, I already looked into this. You're so they grant you up to a thousand dollars of wear and tear if you jump into a car right now. So that's sort of already their their deal to keep you. So I'm like, well, so you were gonna. If I got a new car anyway, you're gonna give me up to like thousand dollars worth of damages, right? So all right, we're gonna forget about that big giant dent. All right, what else am I gonna get? <laughs> What else uh, am I gonna get? Hey, there was this one time uh, I was in a parking lot and I had some like random like stranger try to like fix my car. Yeah, that's the one. That's Let's the, disregard that. Yeah, that's the one. For those of you guys who listen to the show, that's the you dent think, I'm talking you about. You think they're going to ignore the bucked out door? Not only do I think, I know they are. You're insane. Hey, Spot, call him. Spot, look at Kavino right now. I already told them this. You're, and they said, we will give you up to $1,000 worth of wear and tear. They said, how much, uh, how much do you think that damage is, is, is worth? And I said, well, I already had it priced down. It's between five and $800. You're more delusional than this guy. Okay, bro. You say I'm, hey, I'm full of you. Then guess delusional what? Delusional. Then I walk out and I say, here's your $500 or $800 for the repair. I'm out. I'm out. Spot, look at him in the face right now and call him Snap because he has the power. I got the power. Call me Snap. You heard him. Hi, Snap. Thank you. Hey, Spot. Jim in Buffalo. Hey, Jim. Jimmy you're on the Jim. show. Oh, hang on. Hey, Jim. Uh, Sorry, hang on. How does it feel to have the power, Jim? Power move at the car dealership. What? Start over again? This month. I said the best move for the power move at the dealership. Go the last day of this month. Don't go into February and do it. If you do it at the end of the month, there's more incentive for them to move cars. Right, quotas to fill. Monthly goals, all that stuff. Yeah. Do it before February. It's great advice. You you want to worry about any damage or anything. You're desperate right now, so... Yeah, I know. Look, you don't want to take care. You don't want to take advantage of anyone's desperation. But how many times did you get bamboozled in some sort of car negotiation? Yeah. Because they had the power. Like, well, you need a car. That's the one you want. Oh wait, you want that one? Well, you know, like you give them all the power when you want it so bad. That that just applies to life. <laughs> Yeah, it's not about being a, 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 a power tripping dick. It's about really just not needing it. And it's a it's a funny feeling, man. Like, no, I'm good. 
Hey, but like I had the guy, one of the guys I'm cool with. He listens to our show and everything. Really nice guy. He's no Darren Hayes. Uh, but my dude Jason's like, hey, listen, man, I know you want that that next model up. He's like, I can get it for you. We can, we can get you in one like if you want to negotiate now. This is like six months ago. And I'm like, well, my car's just sort of sitting there. So why would I buy a new car now if it's just sitting there? No, I'm good. You know, like, you sure? Because you can get in that one you want for the same price. No, Like, nothing down. I'm like, mm, <laughs> nah, mm-mm, I'm good. I'm good. Are you sure? Mm, yeah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. All right, let's uh, go to line one. Or line, who do we got, Spot? You tell me. That's Lauren. Line one. What up, buddy? <laughs> buddy? Buddy? Hello? Lauren. Lauren in West Virginia, what's up? Oh, hey. Um, I just thought this might be helpful. I just went through the exact same thing. My lease was actually up last March. But because of COVID and people weren't going into the dealerships, they gave me the option to extend and just kept my payment. I just got rid of it two weeks ago. When we went to the dealership, the, the down payment they gave us and the monthly payment was higher. And it was, we were essentially getting the same car, uh, but two years newer. So we went to another, we, we have, we're on like our third or fourth Explorer. We always get the same car. And we went to another Ford dealer. They gave us a nicer model for a lower monthly payment and 500 down, which was Damn. a quarter of what the first place told us. So I'm just saying you do absolutely have a lot more room to negotiate. We, we, I, I would we think so. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm glad you got that deal. That's awesome. You know, and then yeah, so- depending on where we are in this pandemic, and like I said, I, I like to think we're at the tail end of it. It's like, well, do I, right. what's in my best interest to negotiate now? You know, is that in my best yeah. interest? Yeah. Probably. But do I need it? No. So let me see what they offer. So I'm willing to listen. This is the one rare circumstance where you do have the negotiating power. Like, you know, if you had a contract that was up at the workplace or, you know, any sort of other negotiation that was happening, especially during this time, even prior to this time, they had you by the balls. They had you by the balls. Unless, of course, you didn't need them. But most of the time you do. Most of the time you do need them. Yeah. And this is the one time where you could say, yeah, I don't need you. And mean it. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. John hit us up and he goes, he's in a sticky scenario. Ooh. One that I can't relate sticky. with ever, but it sounds like a nightmare. One I've never found myself in. And, you know, fortunately, because I've been in a lot of shitty situations. And sticky. It's just one that I feel like I'm uh, immune to and allergic to. By the way, this is not from The Bachelor, just letting everyone know. This, this is not from, no, not. this is from John, one of our listeners. I'm just saying. I want people to know. It's not from The Bachelor. He goes, friend in need. And this friend in need is brought to you by these motherfucking nuts. One, one day you'll get that sponsorship. Deesnuts.com slash CR show. I remember way back on a Wednesday, you know, my dad had a, a vending company, very successful in the 80s. Soda and candy and cigarettes and coffee and things like that. He used to put, like, he used to advertise for planners, and he had a brand called Mother Trucker's Peanuts. Mother Trucker. 
Mother Trucker's peanuts. People thought they were getting planters and they got some bootleg thing. I yeah. bet he replaced the yoo with the chocolate cow, too. And he replaced the Lifesavers with beech nut. You weren't getting juicy fruit. You were getting beech nut. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, are you allowed to do that? Yeah, it ain't okay. I do what I want. I'm like, these aren't Oreos. They're Hydrox. So, John hits us up. <laughs> Sponsored by Mother Trucker Peanuts. He says, this girl I was dating broke up with me for some other guy that lives far, far away. In a galaxy far, far away? I really started to have strong feelings for <laughs> Is her. it the Mandalorian? We were friends before we started dating. So this is the key part of the story, okay? We were friends before we started dating. And she wanted to remain friends. I tried for a couple of months. God bless this guy. Wow. But every time I see or talk to her... Those feelings come back. Yeah. A lot of feelings, man. This is like... It's I catching can, feels. I can picture myself sitting across ah! the table. Some girl that I used to love, and we dated, and now she's fucking with some other dude. Yeah. I tried explaining this to her several times that I needed to take a break for a while, and I've been ghosting her. She won't stop texting or reaching out in some way. Sometimes it's how her day's going, and sometimes she's telling me that I'm an idiot for not responding. I don't want to completely block her because we were friends, and we could be again in the future, just not now. So they were friends before they dated. I was wondering what you guys might think her angle is. Thanks, Kavino and Rich listeners, for your feedback. Like This sounds heart-wrenching because, like I said, I've never been there for me. I was never friends with somebody, but had these deep-rooted feelings, then got with them, and then now what do I do? It's like I was always in a relationship, which, you know, a, a friendship was created, a bond was created, that shit ended, Word is friendship and relationship ended. So I never had to sit there and pretend like I was just her pal well, ever again. Well, right? well, well. I never been in a scenario where I had to pretend like I was that person's pal, and, and deep down I really wanted to be with them. Never was the case. Um, this is tough. I don't know how. I, I think friendship over. That's my advice to you, John. And I know that sounds immature, but you want to hear her talking about her relationship problems? Full gotta he. Well, it was inevitable, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I can guarantee something they did. The nasty dance. <laughs> the nasty dance. It's a song way back on a Wednesday. Hold on. Oh, is that the song Joe Biden was talking about? No, but I used to see it on the box, on the video jukebox. And it'd be little, uh, little black girls doing like, hey, watch me do it. Hey, Spock, before dance. you play the nasty dance, could you uh, give me a proper Joe Biden, President you know Biden intro? I got to find the, is it the nasty song? It was the nasty dance, bro, on the box. I don't know. I'm just telling you I what I remember. Know. You're going to have to give me a sec, Rich. You know, I didn't ask you to find it. Fucking find uh, College Girls Are Easy by Jesse James. They used to play that all the time, too. Probably easier to find. Put them on the glass. Sir Mix-a-Lot. That was on the box all the time. Put them on the glass. <laughs> you don't have to find <laughs> that fucking song. No, you want me to. What did they do? It wasn't the Nasty Dance, Rich. What, what, what did so, they do? Go, go, go. This is it? This is it. <laughs> this is it. The Nasty Dance. The whole song? 
by the dogs. Beware of the dogs. Uh, the dogs, the nasty dance. And there was like a bunch of like young black people. You know Tom Rock and Tommy Hinton are grooving in their car right now. Yeah, they are. They can't help it. No, they can't. They hear that bass pumping. They're like, oh, snap. I don't even know the song, but snap. Okay, so, Rich, what did they do besides the nasty (laughs) I forgot my thought. They had the conversation. We're friends, but if we... If we let this happen and we hook up, we can't let it ruin our friendship. And he was like, yeah, sure. No problem. I can handle this. We're friends, but if we take this further, we do the nasty dance. I don't want it to affect what we had. Okay. And the guy probably said, yeah, no doubt. I could handle it. I could keep my emotions in check. And the girl's like, all right, because I really like you. We're great friends, and we'll see where this goes. And he's like, yeah, no doubt. Let's see where it goes. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he has to hold... To that promise no but he he saw where it went they had fun and he can't hold up his end of the bargain because he caught feelings because you know why whether it's the man or the woman anytime something starts out with let's be friends with benefits this is only sexual we're gonna have fun with this it is what it is those situations 99.9 percent of the time end up with one person not being able to handle it. Facts. Yeah, but can he have a little bit of time? Yo, yo, just... Spot, there's like over 6,000 languages. This guy's speaking facts. Uh, spot. Facts. You're, I speak... You're uh, fluent, what the, what? Rick, uh, Camino's fluent in tone. You're fluent in facts. How about that? At least Dude, today spot, at this point. I'm is. speaking in facts. Every time you've ever had a friends with benefits situation with someone or... I, I remember some girl... When I was in my 20s, I remember hooking up with some girl, and I really thought she was a sweet girl. I knew I would never date her, and I thought she felt the same about me. And I was like, all right, great. When you're single and I'm single, we'll have some fun. But you know what? Eventually, she gave me the whole, like, yeah, like, how come we never thought about, like, us really giving it a chance? And I'm like, oh, here we go. And I, I weave my way out of it. But the whole point was, I feed it nothing. I, the whole point was, she caught the feelings. But can't this guy have a little... Can't, doesn't he have the right to not, time? Doesn't he have the right to time to just like yeah, mentally yeah, yeah, disconnect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, need a, you need a second just to like rewire yeah, your brain. She's trying to keep him at an arm's length. She's keeping him in her pocket. And there's spot. no way out I, now. You know why? I am not ins- I'm not insinuating I'm above this. I'm sure there's times where I made out with a girl or hooked up with a girl and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could totally handle uh friends with benefits or we're just friends that made out once and this that and i'm like oh man i think i really like her like the reality is the guy or the girl can never hold this end of the bargain it's a fact it's the history of relationships dating back to fucking adam and eve i think i could do it i can't i'm sorry uh rich i know you hate it but this story hits me in the feels um and i know we're supposed to retire that quote uh according to the list 
But it does, man. I feel for this guy. Fuck that. Relationship's over. Friendship's over. That's just how it is. Until you're yeah. healed. Until you yeah, have that I time. Think, I think but he she's trying to that. she's trying to pretend like, oh, we, but, you know, but I want to talk to you. Fuck that. You lost that when you made me feel like shit. And that's another thing. I think she's. Uh, but, but he agreed ahead of time. Like, so I won't ever be. So what? I think. You know she... what she agreed to? Probably to, uh, I'm going to love you forever. I, there's a lot oh. of shit that I've heard. A lot of promises were broken. I think she's keeping him, like you said, at arm's length. Just in case her yes. new situation doesn't work Jessica out. Jessica Lynn, you know Jessica Lynn. She's the MVP. Yeah. Most improved player. Uh, no, she won the most improved player award. She was she lost so much weight, Jessica Lynn. Shout out to my salmon arm hose. Jessica Lynn and all the salmon arm hose. She goes, yo, she's playing games with you. She doesn't want to date you, but does want you there, like as backup and like yeah. a, someone to lean on. Like, are you the lean on second best, second fiddle guy? I'm not second trumpet. Fuck we all that. need somebody to lean on. First trumpet. Second trumpet wasn't playing at the fucking inauguration today. First trumpets only. Not second backup to anybody. Not Rodney Pete. I'm not Chad Henney. Motherfucking Patrick Mahomes, bro. You want to be the number one. You don't want to be the guy that... You want to be the guy that that girl's crying to when you're in love with her, you want to be ducky when she's crying about who's crying about Andrew McCarthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you want to be the guy who's sitting there with the girl while she talks about some other guy that treats her like shit. Fuck no. That's like every eighties movie and every eighties movie, you know, has that guy portrayed as some sort of dork that never gets her. No way. I don't, I'm not the dork. I'm not the dork. I'm fucking Jake Ryan. Not the geek. Unless, of course, you're... There's only uh, one guy sitting the on the table at the end of the wait. movie. Yeah, man. I got her... Uh, oh, Preston? Unless you're Preston from Can't Hardly Wait? Unless you're Preston, it doesn't work out. It's just but, tough. I, I'm with Spot. I'll, I'll, you could say whatever you want, Rich. You have more experience here than I do, for sure. Right? Because I, I was never trying to take the pal angle ever just to get in there. Ever. My intentions were always very clear. I'm not your pal. We will be friends if we date. If we're not dating, we're not friends. And I'm talking about if it's, if it's serious, right? If it's a serious relationship. Yeah, you had hookups or whatever. That the, I'm not talking about that. But this that's guy, what I'm talking about. Yeah, but this guy had, he didn't have hookup feelings. He had real feelings. No, no, I'm, I'm saying that we've all entered, a lot of guys and women have entered scenarios where it's like, Hey, I'm not looking for a relationship. You might have been like 23 and you're like, yeah, I met some cool girl at the bar. She told me, I'm not looking for a boyfriend. And you're like, oh, you know what? I'm not looking for a girlfriend. You seem really cool. We're friends and we hook up when like we're bored on a weeknight or something. And you might have this friends with benefits situation. And you're like, yo, she can handle it. I can handle it. Fantastic. Fast forward one month, two months, three months. There will come a point where one of the two people can't handle it anymore yeah. facts you know what been there I, i've been there but i guess on the flip side which well is it well, hold on is, is bad but not on the side that this guy ask on. me anything spot because i've been on both sides i've been on the side where i've told the girl isn't it isn't oh it? yeah i could handle it and then you know what i think deep down inside i'm like oh man it really hurts my feelings that she you know probably likes another dude and then there's been times where i'm like oh man it really bums me out that she wants more but i don't is, like, it, a, it, is it, it a safe assumption to say 
that the person who can't let go is the person who has nothing else to cling to. So the person, so the person who's moving on quickly, like the, in this situation, the girl has another dude. So of course she's like okay with it. If this guy had another girl in the wings that he was hooking up with, I feel like he wouldn't be as attached to this girl as he is because he doesn't. What'd you say? I mean, I yeah, I, I hear you. You, you make sense because it's always going to be the person that, that finds someone else that's going to, you yeah, know, like ruin had, the situation. If he had another ass cheek to swing to, he wouldn't be yeah. worried about the ass cheek he just let go of. Hey, Spot, if you're, if you're casually hooking up with a girl and you're like, yo, she's hot and like this is a really nice casual setup. I actually really enjoy your company, but we don't if, have anything uh, serious going on. I wonder if Anna DeArmas is looking for that right now. Now, if, if that girl then comes to you one day and goes, yeah, I met some guy and I really want to see where it goes. You know what your reaction is like, yeah, that's cool because, you know, like we were friends before, but you're fucking hurt deep down inside because you're like, oh, that hookup's over. Oh, shit. Oh, man, I liked her, I think. Yeah. <sighs> it's really, really shit that, tough. Shit, that good puss. It's a tough scenario, John. I feel for you. You sort of, you sort of uh, put yourself Sorry. in this scenario. It was definitely a possibility when you signed up for it. Shit, that perfect puss. That doesn't mean you owe her jack shit. At least not right now. If she really was a friend, then, yeah, be a friend. But when you're ready and when you feel like you're able to deal with this, that's really it. You don't have to do it on her terms, you know, at all. Put it that way. That's how I feel about it. Um, I I feel like it it must be a horrible feeling inside to know that you really care about this person and she's with some other guy and she wants to continue hanging out with you. Fuck that. You want to be someone's pal or you want to be the one they choose? Um, I feel bad for him. John was friend with, friends with this girl. And they were friends from the start. Then they started to date. She left him for another dude but wanted to continue the friendship. Can you imagine that bullshit? And he tried for months, but it was just too hard for him because he's sitting across from her at the table thinking i love you she's like yeah well anyway this guy brad is so great i think and he's like what the fuck i don't want to hear about this shit so he tried ghosting her and distancing himself and she's like listen idiot we were friends stop being a dummy we're friends he's like yeah but i love you and he thinks that he can't do it but you know maybe down the line he can what do you do in these scenarios and uh you know i think it's horseshit and here's why you know darn diddly well that when Brad kicks this girl to the curb and he finds a girl with a juicier ass, she's going to come back to John and be like, John, I'm so sorry. And that is still probably going to be temporary. John, She's using John as that backup shoulder to cry on. Yeah, but she's... That's whoa, the truth. Whoa, whoa. All right, what happens whoa. when fucking Brad disses her? What happens then? When she finds out Brad is fucking scamming ass on social media and cheating on her, what does she whoa. do? But no, Brad, I, I'm, I'm John, I'm so sorry. And then so John thinks he's back in the game, and he's not. And then she leaves him for so, another guy. You're so one-sided. All right. that, okay, you're right. That's not true, then. No, you're so one-sided. They had an arrangement. They were friends were going to hook up. He could do the same. John has feelings. Well, you know what? That wasn't part of the fucking agreement, pal. Hey, shit happens. That's fucking yeah, life, love and life. Like you, but, Just because you say in- something from the start doesn't mean it's always going to pan out that way. All right, but you're gonna, you're insinuating she did something wrong. Doesn't mean she did anything wrong. He doesn't have to sign up for that shit. No, but if, if you're saying like if she gets dumped and then comes back to John, like that's yeah, a bad that's bad saying, on her. That's yeah, not bad on her. That's bad on her and bad on him. How's it bad on her? Because she's treating him like second fiddle. 
But he agreed to be second fiddle. No, you don't see that she's keeping him on standby, dude? In case oh of emergency? God, that's, what friends with, that's what friends with benefits are. You never Fuck hooked up that. with someone when you were both single? I'm not, I'm not signing up to be that guy. All right, that great, way. awesome. I'm not saying I, I haven't been on the other end of that, and it didn't make it right. That's just using the other person as someone who's there for you. Using them or an arrangement. You never had. It's not an arrangement. If both people don't, never, aren't agreeing never, anymore. There was, there was never a girl that you hooked up with when she was single and you were single. And then there were times where she had a boyfriend and you had a girlfriend and you, and you stopped. Yeah, and then, like, occasionally, I, like. Truthfully, I probably never took that girl serious. And that doesn't make it okay yeah. and nice. But and, that's she the truth. and guess what? Newsflash, so why would you tell John if John. That's not true because John is in the scenario where he takes her serious. All right. So why would you tell him to stick around for that? Because that's what they originally signed up for? Fuck out of here. That means All right, so nothing. Then you might as well just say the bigger question, which is like they've made multiple movies about it. No strings attached. Friends with benefits. The reality is it, it can never just be that because someone catches feelings. The end. Next conversation. Yep. I think John needs to yep. take, uh, take himself out of this. Yep. Until he's ready to yep. accept her as a friend and he could honestly say he's moved on. Otherwise, he's torturing himself in the process. Agreed. Is her friendship so great that it's worth torturing yourself over? No, you got to put yourself first. Fuck that. Take the time you need, John. Yep. You're not just friends. Yeah, that's what yep. you said in the beginning. You develop more feelings. You can't blame him for that. Yep. Yep. And that's it. The end. Yeah, fucker. Always convenient to put them in the friend zone and cry when the shit goes south with the other guy. Guy feels like shit, and she wonders why. Exactly. Yeah, but, uh, why would you sign up for that? You yeah. give terrible advice when it comes to this. She doesn't deserve. Yeah, it. I'd say. I'd say I have enough friend thonks. Yeah. I, I, hey, I know that's what I said, but I developed feelings. Sorry, not your friend anymore. Luke is saying I think it really depends on how their friendship was before they dated. Doesn't maybe matter. Change. Maybe she doesn't want to lose a friend. So tough titties. She had tough titties. She does, he doesn't have to deal with this anymore if he fucking ended up liking her in a different way. Oh. Salmon Arm Hose checking in saying hi, Spot. What's up, Salmon Arm Hose? Spot's got a Salmon Arm in his pants. Yeah, I do. He needs to text her back and say, this is the way. Like the Mandalorian? And nothing else forever. I don't even know what that means either. Like the Mandalorian? I think the reality... He needs to say the train only runs in one direction. ...is what we said already, and we could fucking end it and say hey much like every other stupid movie or sitcom that has proven the point friends with benefits hook up buddies all that stuff has an expiration date because one person messes it up it someone always never yeah, someone be. always uh, catches the feels and gets hurt hmm. and uh fortunately for me it, it wasn't me that doesn't make me better or, or right but i i could have never too, signed up for that it, it could be it could be scanned it could be uh it could be riddled in scandal too, Kavino. It could be like, uh, it could be some mom and dad that uh, end up hooking up with each other, and uh, it's like, hey, our kids go to the same school, but uh, you know, we're both single parents. Could we handle this? Yeah, we can handle it. And then it fucking goes wrong. I saw one of my buddies told me a story about that recently. Like, one person can't handle it. It's, oh, it's, it's so apparent. Yet we love to think, oh no, 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 that's other people. We could handle it. You can't. Unless you're like able to disconnect no, 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 no. completely from no, no, human no. emotion. No, 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 no. That, that, see, great. I'm glad you said that spot because everyone will say, oh, uh, yeah, most people can't handle it. But, yeah, we could absolutely be friends with benefits. You're not going to catch feelings, and I won't either. Perfect. 
lies, wrong, someone will end up being invested enough where their feelings are hurt or something. On the flip side of the argument, right? If you flip the shoe, if that other person caught feelings, hey, that's nice. They saw something more in you. The agreement sort of shifted a little bit, but you have to give them the courtesy and the respect and the time to at least heal from that. You can't expect them now to just be your friend because no, I, that's th- how that's, it was in the beginning. Th- that's a fair request. And I, I don't think even me on the flip side of this, I don't think I ever expected the girl, the girl to just be my pal now if I realized she was the one catching feelings. I never expected that. Yeah. So but I think this girl needs to understand and respect John's feelings of, you know, it's tough being her friend right now. Give him a space. And, John, take all the time you fucking need. You don't owe her any response. You don't owe her objectively squat. Let her fucking fizzle with this guy Brad that she's with. And then, yeah, you know, see not, what she, how she feels then. Yeah, but now you're being mean. Like, why it's is it not wrong? For- it's not wrong to put yourself first. That's not being mean. Yeah, but you're he like, could, he could, this let, fucking he, shit he could explain. Like- he could explain her, hey, listen, honey buns, I know we were friends, but I caught feelings for you and I love you. It's hard for me to sit here and feel like I'm second best and I'm going to be your shoulder to cry on if, God forbid, something with you and Brad goes wrong. So I'm going to take time for me. So yeah, I'm not fair. trying to be rude. I'm not trying to ghost you. But I need to do me and focus on me right now. Yeah. Peace out, Cub Scout. Right. Later to you. The end. Very he good. has every Great. right to do awesome. that. That doesn't make him, make him bad. Yeah, but it doesn't make the other person bad for finding someone. It's like it's like no. every but it every makes them up. It makes them wrong to keep pushing the friendship when the guy's like, yo, man, this is hard for me. Yo, how many times in your life? Eh, maybe not. Maybe not a lot. Maybe maybe your experience doesn't lead to these scenarios often. But how many times have you had to talk to a girl that you were sort of casually hooking up with and having fun with? Like, hey, listen, I really enjoy hanging with you, but I met someone and I'm taking it serious. And uh, yeah, we really can't hook up anymore. They don't want to hear that conversation the same way you probably were probably casually hooking up with someone in your life. And she's like, yeah, I met a guy and I'm. I'm going to take this one serious. And you're like, oh, uh, all right. Bummer. Like, it happens. You You've to, never been on the receiving yeah. end or delivering no, end I've of that? Come on. I've been on the delivering end of that. And it's, it sucks. But I didn't yeah. put that girl through torture so that yeah. I could tell her about my new fucking relationship. Okay. That's fair. And I didn't have those And by the way, you know what, know what movie I think of? A really fun yet cheesy movie on Netflix. Spot, I know you liked it a lot, too. Uh, Always Be My Maybe with oh, so Margaret. Uh, who is it? What's her name? Uh, yeah, Margaret Cho, Rich. No, not Margaret Cho. Uh, she doesn't know anyone's name. He's like turning into his dad. Oh, yeah. You no, know, no, you know, no. Uh, uh, you know, the guy. Uh... Who's the guy in it, Spot? I want to see you figure it out. You know. Come on. I'm not going to figure it out. So, all right, fine. Henry, Henry Cho. Great. Henry, what? Henry Cho. Henry Cho. Henry Cho. Okay. Henry, Henry and Cho. Margaret Cho. Henry no relation. Cho. Are the stars right. of Always Be My Maybe. No, Henry Cho and the girl is Ali Wong, right? Or or my Wong? I think Dickie's Wong. It's Randall Park and Ali Wong. Randall Park and Ali Wong. And he meets oh, no. her on the San Francisco. Keanu. He's the star he of that meet- movie. He meets her on the pier. And he's about to tell her how he has all these feelings for her. And she's like, I have something to tell you, me first. And he's like, all right. And she's like, I met someone. And he's like, oh. Like, it's 
You know what I'm saying? It's like you, like you can have all these feelings, and then it's always going to hurt love when the person stinks. you have feeling. Yeah, love stinks. She loves him. And but he loves that guy over there. And but she, she loves, loves somebody, somebody else. You just can't win. And so it goes until the day you die. This thing called love. Love stinks, It's going to make bro. you... Cry. And you're gonna sit at the right. table, uh, table nine, with all the mutants. Lady with the sideburns. I thought we were, you know, just friends. But I came here to tell you that I love you. And I came here to tell you I met someone. What? What? I like the Robbie Hart version better. I know. I'm sorry. The Robbie Hart version is the best much, version. Much easier to pull this hey, one up quicker. How, so. how many times in a movie has someone been like, oh, my God, I'm going to show up and tell him how I love him. And then, like, the girl shows up or the guy shows up and she's with someone else and it's a misunderstanding. Like, it's life. Come on. The end. Move along. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Saw an article. Um, I thought it was stupid. That's the truth. And it is stupid. So I'm not going to say, hey, and I totally changed my mind. Looped it. Because, no, it was very stupid. And I thought I was going to hate it, but I somehow clicked on it anyway. And then I realized, oh, okay. I kind of agree with it. A few of them I didn't agree with, but then a few of them I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. And the article was, because I know you have a celebrity theory. We're going to get to that. But these are celebrities who need to realize they're not famous anymore. And, you know, that's sort of a boring list and article, and I don't want to completely go down that road. So my question to you is, is that really everybody's endgame on social media? To be famous? Is that everybody's endgame? Like, what is the endgame sometimes? You ever ask yourself that? Like, yeah, great dance moves. And I know you're just doing what the herd does and doing what people do, And but is that like everyone's goal still? Like, there was something about... Fame when we were little or growing up, where it seemed unreachable, but but still intriguing, right? Like, man, that's awesome. Be a professional football player, baseball player, be a fucking astronaut. <laughs> I want to be an actor. I want to be a superhero. I want to be famous. I want to learn how to fly. Hi, fame. I want to live forever. Now, fame is like this weird, unattainable thing. I mean, completely attainable thing. Is that where everyone's head is at? Deep down? Celebrity? Because it comes and goes. It's an interesting thought. I mean, everyone, there's always been an allure to celebrity and fame. Right. People have always been attracted to it, but I just feel like it's, it's, an, it's different a now. Big time difference from just a few years ago to now. And then you say to yourself, Self. how do certain things click? How do certain things stick? And how do some things just never take off? Like, there's a song right now that is the hottest shit in the world. I guarantee your daughter knows what I'm talking about. That driver license song? Probably. I don't know it, though. I oh, don't yeah. think. I got to hear it. it. Yeah. Let me pull it up for you. I mean, if I heard it, I'd probably know it. Hold on. Olivia Rodrigo. This girl writes a song called Driver's License, and 
she's not a known superstar. She's not, it's not Taylor Swift or Katy Perry or Ariana Grande. She's just a, a cute kid writing a song. She sounds like that. You know that? Yeah. That. Because it's weird. We grew up with the whole 15 minutes of fame. Now it's like everyone gets, but everyone gets their at least five minutes of fame. Everyone. It's shortened, huh? I think so. That blonde girl who always made me doubt. She's so much older than me. She's this song has fifty million views in like a couple days, and people are like, "Who is this? Girl? Like, what's the story?" And it just she wrote a good song, and it's like, how, but how? Like, how does something catch fire isn't like she, that? Isn't it's, she it's a Disney Channel star? Is that it? The story, the story behind it. Don't hate me because I I just happen to be listening to hits. No, I hate you because you're beautiful. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Apparently, she she was on a show with some other dude, and he apparently cheated on her with some other chick from the show, so she wrote the song about him, and then he wrote a song about her that's also popular at the same oh, time. Snap. So it's like creating this huge drama, like back and forth, call and response kind of song, and all the little teenies are, are eating it up. Oh, wow. She's 17. She was on a Disney Channel show. She's from Temecula, California, oh. wine country. In between L.A. and San Diego, Temecula, some some good wine in that area. But no, yeah, she's uh, she's like a seventeen year old kid who, yeah, she's she's involved in the Disney universe, but not known as like she's not a superstar singer songwriter. But ah, to you, comes out with this. A lot of kids might know who she is. Yeah, that world is. Yeah, you know, but I mean? I'm saying, I'm saying this song blew up, Cavino, where it's like it's not just Disney fame. It's yeah, Number one on the radio thing. now. It's a weird thing, man. Everyone has their chance, yeah, which is kind of cool. So if we had that feeling of, I think it'd be cool if I was famous. Everyone had that passing thought when you're watching a movie. You're like, I want to be like Michael J. Fox. I want to do the moonwalk like Michael Jackson. You know, you, you, you had those things, but they seem like impossible. Yeah. You know, like, was, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm not going to, am I going to be an actor? No, I guess, oh, I guess I'll be a regular kid. I don't know. Now every kid grows up thinking, well, I could be the next Olivia Rodrigo if I just yeah. put out the next good video uh, next, tomorrow. Uh, uh, what's her name? The the girl, Mattis, the one that dances? Dick, Dick's. Addison Ray? Addison, yeah. Who's the big popular dance girl that like has like millions and millions of you? Addison Ray or the D'Amelio sisters? D'Amelios, that's them. The thing is, they <laughs> must have that constant feeling that any day could be their day the or any moment could be their moment. Any video out there could be their video. Because what is the end game? Celebrity, you know, if we felt consumed by it growing up because celebrities were put on big time pedestals in America growing up, right? Can you imagine what kids feel like now? I think when it's attainable, I think we're in a weird in between. I don't know. Is it, has it Let lost me its I think we're in a weird in-between. I think the generation of, of children, the social media age, the younger generation, has grown up seeing people do this and seeing them just share everything. And I think now it's like... The mystique is gone, but the allure is still there. But I don't think people are doing it for wide world, you know, worldwide fame. I think they're doing it, and if they get the fame, it's a bonus. It's clout, man. Like they, our version but, of this is popularity. Our version was our version of this was 
much more simple than today's version, meaning we would look at the kid in school and say, why do people like that kid? He's not even good looking. He's not even that cool, but everyone, he's popular. How did that happen? Is that what people used to say about you? No. I was, just, I was a pretty regular kid with, with, who was good at sports. But you're right. Trying to explain why the, why the random kid was popular is the dumbed-down version of like how to attain popularity and fame today. Right. Now, a kid's like, my friend used to be my friend. Now my friend has millions of people following them on TikTok, and now they're making money and they have this clout, and they're the coolest amongst our circle and in the internet. But I know my friend, and my friend's really not that cool. But, oh, my God, they're, like, kind of famous now. You know how many scenarios there are like that in today's young you know, kid world? One of our old interns, you know, Sasha. Remember Sasha? Yes. She was only within, like, the past year or so, even though it might have been, been a few years at this point because we've been removed from the studio for a year. Yeah. But she started. Is she, the one that, is she the one that hooked up with a guy that ended up being a murderer? Yes. She does these reviews on TikTok for boot, like alcohol. So like any like pick like a random drink, like a like let's just say uh White Claw releases some random flavor. She'll like get it and do this review on TikTok and she's built this huge following. So she's like TikTok famous from doing this stuff and I remember her in studio. She was just like, you know, an odd girl who had like really crazy stories but was just like a normal, regular girl. Remember her? Yes, of course. Of course. I mean, Rich did. But, right, but in this world, she's thriving. It's just a weird thing. I, I just, I like, don't know like how. Like our buddy Mike525. Look at him. He does stupid countdowns and has millions of likes. Yeah, this kid is, is such the G. There's a national radio show, our show, talking about him all the time. He has no idea about it or who we are. It's an odd world we live in. Holy mother nuggets and holy mother meatballs. Celebrity was always a thing but for as far back as we you. could look and remember. But it was like, mm, seemed unreachable. There was a mystique behind it. There was a mystery behind these people. Now, like Spot said, we pulled back the curtain. The mystique is gone. But the opportunity and the attainability and that next chance for you has to consume a kid because... Otherwise, why are they doing this? And everyone's but doing it. To, to back it up to how does something become popular, and it's that unanswerable question, like how does a video go viral? How is this kid popular? Like if you want to go old school, you're right. Defining why some girl or some guy is the most popular kid, it's hard to figure out. But this girl, Olivia Rodrigo, she was a Disney kid. She did some of the high school musical, like the TV thing for the younger kids. But... She puts out a single. It broke streaming records. It debuted at number one on the Hot 100 Billboard charts. And it sort of just it came out of nowhere. So you wonder, how do things stick? And I guess the, the bigger question, like you were saying, is what is the end goal for the average person? Like, yeah, she's, she's a star. But the average kid doing videos, do they hope that they break through? Or is it just a hobby? I think you even though cards, you're that doing was a hobby, is, is, even is though TikTok you're doing it and you're doing it because hey, my friend told me to do this challenge, and that's what all the kids in school are doing. There's still that part, even if it's way back in the back of your mind, of every kid out there thinking, "Hey, what if this goes viral? Maybe it's so bad that it will go viral." 
And then they're getting likes, and they feed off that adrenaline, and they think they could be the next person. And just the thrill of that has to keep them going all the time. So, yeah, they lost, the celebrity lost mystique, but it grew in interest because everyone's interested in being that next person, where a lot of people just said, no, I'm totally okay with just being regular average Joe because, uh, you know, I've seen Clark Gable. I don't think I got what he's got to make it. You know, I saw Michael Jackson do the moonwalk. Uh, it's really not my, it's hard for me to do my work boots. You know, now every kid, every video they make, there's that what if. And you could be a total mutant and have your opportunity. And we see that all the time. So this is a list. And, you know, you can call us and give us your theory on, on what it's like today. 866-969-1969. But this is celebrities who need to realize they're not famous anymore. And like I said, at first I'm like, this, this list is stupid. But then some of them are like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Some I didn't agree with, some I did. First one on the list is an obvious one. Mike, the situation. Oh, yeah. Celebs who need to realize they're not famous anymore. But he is, right? He, he had his moment. If you saw him somewhere, you'd be like, oh, there he is. Yeah. Right? Right or wrong. So I'll throw a few names out there and you tell me what you think. Orlando Brown. I don't remember this guy anyway, to be honest. I know he was on some show growing up. He was a kid star. Orlando Brown. Never heard of him. He was on That's So Raven, Black oh. Kid, Orlando Brown. Apparently, he's still out there doing his thing. But what's he supposed to do? Now, a kid that grew up in entertainment, he's not supposed to be on social media, like, doing his thing? By the way, Lady Gaga taking the stage live. What does she do? What is she wanna, doing? She's going to perform the national anthem. You want to hear? Yeah, might as well. Right. Yeah. She's still famous. Lady Gaga. Let's see. The what is she going to sing? In the shallows? <laughs> Tell me something, Joe. She looks pretty, though. She does. She looks good. Is that a dove of peace? She looks like Khaleesi. She's so talented. What's so proud? Ooh, I like that. At the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes so weird. I feel like everybody's playing pretend right now. <laughs> it's a formal event. I know, it's like Lady Gaga. It's weird. What, do you want her to be up there in a meat dress? It's a proud moment, but... All right. All right. Well, hey, it's Lady Gaga. What's up, bitch? So these are celebrities who need to realize they're not famous anymore. Is it rude to cut out the anthem spot? Uh, I mean, is it rude? It's like we're just... It's not like we're... No. (laughs) I don't think so. We're just checking in. Yeah, we're just checking in. Okay. Right. You want to hear the high? You want to hear the high note? Yeah, I want to see what she tries to do. Five. I mean, it's almost over. Does she try to go high here? Oh. Oh. Blew it. She blew it. 
Nah, she had a chance to go high. She blew it. Lady Gaga. Oh, let me down. That was beautiful. That was very nice. Props to the trumpet player. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> the trumpet player probably looking up and he's like, I played a trumpet and Lady Gaga's singing with me right now. How you ever, crazy is that? You ever, uh, you ever notice in our lifetime we've something remarkable we've seen happen, which is you are you're no longer judged for your you're no longer necessarily I mean you could say this is a crazy statement because people are constantly judged for their past, but like scandal, yes, but people are not judged for what they may have done in their past if they've overcome it. Like here's Lady Gaga, like like here's someone that was openly talks about how she was I know Kavina's saying like Lady Gaga talks about how she was a stripper and a this and that and everything and here she is singing the national anthem at the inauguration. Donald Trump was a reality star who would say vulgar things in the form of comedy or not and he was the president. Like there's really no limit to what you could do anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Celebrity in itself, you want to tie it all together, is ever changing and and weirder than ever before. All right, so hey, you remember Spencer Pratt and Heidi Montag? Yeah. What's their life all about right now? We had them on our show. They're on top of the world. Their days are over as far as fame is concerned, right? Do these yeah. people still yeah. have followings though? Like, I don't the- I imagine. And and you can't take anything away. It's like a one-hit wonder. It's like Oh, they're a one-hit wonder of fame. But does that mean that they're not cool anymore? Like, I don't see, know. Like, what the Heidi Montag. I'm not, I'm not judging these people. I'm just saying, oh, yeah, from the looks of it, no one really talks about them the way they used to. Yeah, like but, Heidi, but Heidi Mon- the, Montag has 913,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, right? Yeah, so The, the reality is that they're, they all have way bigger followings than us. So it's, the reality is they're still doing it. I mean, they're still making more money than 99.9% but, but of people. But this is how just, judgy this world is and how we all are in a way i'm not mentioning these people to to shoot them down i'm just mentioning these people because i kind of get what they're saying and it's funny to me that that's how the world works she uh like paris hilton is on this list and she's super influential still and super famous but i still understand like oh yeah she's not at the height of her fame and popularity but that's also what she chooses to do i think if she wanted to be she could. Like, in case you were wondering, Heidi Montag is selling, like, $1,000 crystal necklaces. Paris Hilton, at her height, she had a, a hair team in our studio with her. A team for her hair in our radio well, studio still, with, she, like, security, like the queen was there. Yeah, and she still does. I think she just chose a different route. Well, she's an heiress. Azalea Banks. I don't even know who that is, but she's on this list. Everyone's favorite person to hate. She had a rapping career that actually was pretty successful until she started fighting people on Twitter. Some people probably know who she is. I don't. Like I said, the list gets interesting. Nicole Scherzinger apparently is on this list. She's on a she she's a judge on a top reality show. But some people look at that as like the decline in their career. I don't know. Fifty Cent is on this list. I could kind of see that. I could kind of see that, even though extremely successful guy. Right, but this is how superficial and shallow this world is, because there's a part of me that's like, yeah, 50 Cent? He's no big deal anymore. Even though he's had a stellar career. And he's done way more than 
99, again, 99.9% of people. Lots of reality stars. Snooky's on this list. Tim Tebow's on this list. These people are all employed and, and, and still in the public eye. This is according to a website called Upbeat. Cassie, I don't even know who that is. Do oh, it you? It sounds like a val- valid source. Yeah, but this is just stupid social media stuff that you see all the time. Cassie, you like said it's singer? a valid list. You think a valid, you think the LA Times would be writing a stupid article about this? Just telling you, like, this stupid list and how celebrities viewed. Kendrick Perkins is on this list. I don't know why. I see him all the time. It's just yeah. how judgy everybody is. Like, yeah, he's he's not he, he doesn't have the clout anymore. Des Bryant, they're saying is in, saying is done. His fame is over. Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle, who was big on Glee, remember? And then she got sort of destroyed on on social media uh, not too long ago. When bullying became a thing, remember at the workplace? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I always, th- I always think of. Uh, th- there's people I think about, and I'm like, I they're still way more popular and famous and successful than, like I said, 99.9 percent of us. But I do wonder where they sit as far as like, well, who still? It sounds rude, but who still cares? Can I give you one example for me? He might be on your list. Like there was a time where everyone was very interested in what like Chad Ochocinco is doing. Right? Is he on the list? I think he celebrated a birthday recently. But, like, really likable guy, great NFL player, retired. Even when he retired, he was still sort of doing, like, reality TV, and everyone's like, yeah, Ocho Cinco, personality. But, like, nowadays, are you intrigued by what Ocho Cinco's doing? Not really, unless he's making, like, a comeback playing soccer or something like that. Owen Wilson, Rita Ora. Just all these people that had their moment, does it mean they're done? Probably not, but it's how we view things, and it's sort of fucking deflating. It's like you can never do enough because you're always after that constant hunt of that next thing. Iggy Azalea, you know, she's on this list. Huh. And then you could just think of any reality star that was somebody at one point, and, you know, does that make them not cool anymore? I don't know. It's a weird fucking world. Like, here's J-Lo singing on CNN right now. Oh, you want to hear uh, She says, Is uh, Ja Rule going to come out? What is she singing? Exactly. No, he's not famous enough anymore. Uh. Nah. She should have sung Waiting for Tonight. You, that's her best song. Right? It's about- oh, Waiting for Tonight is J-Lo's best song ever. So- what is she singing that for? She should have sang... Uh- Waiting for tonight, or, or uh, Jenny from the block. It's, it's a weird thing, man. Tara Reed is on this list, but then you think back of all the people we used to have oh, on our Tara show. Reed. Yeah, like there's no need to call them out. It's like remember all the people that had their moment, like Tila Tequila. Like all these people came and went. It's like what's their existence about now? Remember, it's a weird you, fucking thing. You but anyway, me? it's it's. I was leading into Rich's celebrity Hold theory because I'm I'm dying to know what it is. But I had all these thoughts recently when I was thinking about all these comings and goings and. You know what kids are focused on nowadays, and what what are they really doing? Are they really just trying to get the dance moves down, or are they hoping that man the clicks just keep coming, coming, and oh 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 now I'm getting endorsements, oh oh now I'm famous, and now I'm not. Were either of you with me at the party? I believe it was at Maria's house, Maria Menounos's house, where Tara Reid latched on to me the entire night. Were either of you there? <laughs> Or did, and yeah, I feel like this, did anyone witness this? Vaguely familiar, yes. Where I have no clue what you're talking about. Something ha- something happened 
where I got wrapped into a conversation with Tara Reed, and then she was talking to me for at least yeah, an hour. Yeah, we were there because I remember. But she wasn't. I don't. I, I mean, she was. You have a nice conversation, or are you being rude right now? No, I. I just couldn't really. It was loud, and I couldn't really hear her because I'm really bad at hearing at loud places. But she was really nice. She was nice. Yeah, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm trying to give you the public perception. But I'm like, why did she? How thankless I'm this like, is. Why is Tara Reid talking to me for an hour? That's a, that's a great word, Kavino. Thankless. Like Hulk Hogan's on this list, Rich. The Hulkster. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it's a bad time. I, mean, I mean, he's he's out of he's out of the wrestling public eye. But I mean, Hulk, Hulk Hogan's one of the most famous people of our of our lifetime. He 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 put a multi billion dollar company on the map. I think due to his like legal troubles the past few years i think that that would be the reason why but he is at one point you used to say well it wasn't him and mickey mouse were the most recognizable figures in all of the world yasiel puig is on the list jeremy lynn's on the list (laughs) jeremy lynn i think you went back i think you went into another list no 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 no. this is celebrities who need to realize they're not famous anymore yeah it's it's an ongoing thing insanity is over no well he's actually back in the nba but and it, but it, Linsanity is over. And yeah. yeah, you're right. There's no need to just like throw these names out there. <laughs> Everyone has their own opinions on this. No, I'm just no, saying uh, it's just how the public views things. Everyone's going to have their own opinions and version of this, and it's sort of fucked up. And you see it in, in the celebrity world. Like, here's two celebrities. Like, what's that dynamic like? And no need to harp on it anymore because it gets a little boring and pretentious sounding. But, like, let's say uh, two celebrities came up together and they hit it big together. One guy continued being famous. Now that guy doesn't want to hang out with his, le- you know, less famous friend anymore, or be seen in public anymore with that guy. He wants to be seen with Bradley Cooper now. Like it's Eric, a big fucking game of bullshit. Yeah, it is. Eric brings up a good point. He said, uh, "Is does it have to be that they're just not what they were? Because all these people still make way more money, of course, than, and they and they still make not only money, but they're they're still." more notable like the jersey shore they have some family vacation jersey shore show that actually debuts or they're like a new season starts soon on mtv so it's like they, have, they still have an mtv show so does that mean they're still more famous than the average idiot uh, absolutely yeah you would think but still that weird perception is that how thankless no one cares as much as we they used to so fuck them yeah it's, it's very thankless very thankless and is a very shallow like dirty world that is glorified more than ever. Not because of the mystique, because of the opportunity. I think we lost mystique and gained opportunity. And kids are like salivating at the thought of it. So um, what's your theory on celebrity? Rich's celebrity theory. You've been teasing it for two days. Well, I mean, I, I teased it for a, a day, but two days. It's, uh, I mean, it's you just went over all this celebrity shit, so I don't really know what's what's uh, left to really mention. I, I just it sort of ties into what you were going to say, so I didn't want to, I don't want to repeat sort of what you were saying, but I was going to point out how while the money and the fame must be sort of cool, when you see a celebrity going through a divorce or a tough time. Like, do you think the average person would would really want to trade in the fame, you know, get the fame and the fortune, but everything it sort of comes with? Like, I saw Ben Affleck going through a divorce. 
Not a divorce, a breakup with uh, Anna de Armas, the hot chick from Knock Knock. Yeah. And do you think he wants to have that public breakup be in every tabloid and people speculating who she's now dating next or what the reason was and all these things? Like, do you think, like, is that part of the public life exposed just... By the way, me. Is the reason why you would say, you know what, I wouldn't want that life. Me. Yeah, I think, you know, and, and people might be listening, saying, well, what's the end game for these bozos? They work in radio. They got involved in radio. It's going to be different for each one of us here. For me, I, I looked at work as a competitive sort of thing. As a kid that grew up playing sports, I hung up the cleats and I put my competitive juices toward work. So work became, well, I'm going to be the best at work. And being the best, if a, if, if there's... If the byproduct is, well, people know me more because I want to be the best at this, then cool, that comes with the territory. But that was never my goal. It really wasn't. Now, Rich, he wanted the attention. He, he claims that. He says that all the time. Um, me, I just wanted to be the, the best or continue getting better at what I do, which was radio. And if that meant you know, more people knew who I was, that just came with me trying to be the best. I just think the payoff, when you really think about it, the average person would say, oh, I would love to be super famous. And then I'm like, I don't know. Every every celebrity seems to be divorced multiple times, and they seem to have their personal shit. Because when you have clout on that level of, about- of people knowing who you are, you have more opportunity, more temptations. Uh, your relationships are more fickle and superficial. I just think there's a lot more that comes with it uh, that isn't worth it, you know, and that's why it's a scary place to live. Um, it's a scary place to be, and you know, there's a part of me that that I wouldn't want. I don't necessarily want that. Yeah, the but, thought of that scares the shit out of me in a weird way. You're in an industry where, if you want to be at a certain level, and you want to make a certain amount of money, that that fame and annoyance comes with it. Yeah, but sometimes there's a there's a good level of of success where hey, some popularity comes with it, but it's a safe place and space to be. You can't always choose. Like that. our buddy Tony Danza, he always talked about that. Tony Danza always said, "Hey, oh, you know, I'm in, I got, I'm at the perfect level of fame, you know." He's like, "Look at I got," and he would reach into his wallet and he pull out his Subway Metro card. He'd yeah, like, I could I could take the subway and nobody bothers me, you know. See this? But uh, yeah, people know me, but hey, you know, it's a good life. It's a and good they life. say, uh, "Hey, yo, oh, oh, hey. It's hey. like I'm famous, but hey, hey, hey oh, hey." <laughs> and it, that's a good place to be. It's like, he was great enough to make a great living and still be happy and and yeah. have the perks of being known, but he wasn't living some crazy superstar life where he couldn't take the subway and be hassled. Right, yeah, so I think subway. There's, he was very, he always talked about that multiple times. He he brought that up. So well, there there is a, a middle ground, but yeah, that Ben Affleck world that's got to be impossible, dude. It's got to be impossible. If I, if Here I he told has a, you, he, think of the heartbreak he has to deal with. He just lost another beautiful you, woman. If I told you, I'm going to drop twenty million dollars in your bank account, but you are now a famous person. And I'm going to throw a divorce your way. I'm going to throw tabloid headlines about your personal life, your kids, your family, or something your way. 
do you sign up for that life? Because because the money and the fame seem pretty enticing, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but do you really you? And you're right, Kavino. At that level, relationships are so fleeting. Well, think of it this way, right? Think of the average fella who listens to our show. The average fella, you know, found his regular wife. They got married, had a kids. Uh, they got divorced. This guy's his heart's broken. You know, I've been there. Heart's broken. You have to pick up the pieces, and it's a major part of your life. And, and you and you're like forever trying to get back to where you were. You're like the average white man. No, okay, but that's like you know the pick regular the story. Regular story, right? And this guy, every time he's out and he's talking about, oh man, his ex-wife, and man, can you believe it? Think of Ben Affleck. He lost Jennifer Lopez. He lost Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner, his family, right? Yeah. I'm sure like five other beautiful women I can't even think of. And now he just lost Anna de Armas. And maybe he's the reason. I'm I'm not, you know, but still, like you have the problems of dealing with your one heartbreak. Imagine losing all these beautiful oh, on. people on top of your family. Like these are beautiful women we're talking about. That, that doesn't this, make this them is, any better. I'm just saying that's got to be tough to swallow. There, there's there, this is not a let's feel bad for Ben Affleck conversation, but but if it's also tough add on, on the top regular of that, guy, think of oh, wait, yeah. Add on top of that, over the last decade, there have been articles about Ben Affleck drinking. There's like unflattering pictures of him where he looks like he's boozing. They talk about how, oh, who's his, who's his girlfriend moving on to? And it's, they'll, you know what I'm saying? Like, would you want that? Would that ever be a trade-off? Like he's, he's probably thinking like, oh man, the money and the fame comes at a hell of a lot of hurt. Hell of a lot of hurt. My point was, you know how tough it is to lose somebody. Imagine being on that level and losing that caliber of ass. And maybe they're terrible people. I know. There's more to life than that. But a lot of those women he was with are really oh. fun to look at. What about what about the scandal where people thought, I don't know if it was true or not, that he was fucking his nanny. And that was over every tabloid. <laughs> yeah. And his kids and family have uh, to see yeah. that in every tabloid. It's like, did Ben Affleck fuck the nanny? He definitely like, fucked the nanny. And then meanwhile, his best bud, Matt Damon, could do nothing wrong. I know. He's so, a saint. Yeah. Matt Damon's a saint. <laughs> Matt Damon's still with like, his high school like yeah. sweetheart. So he must uh, be like, man, I chose the wrong path. He has the fuck. ugliest nanny in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Damon, my guy did it right. Everybody fucking hates me. And I lost Anna to Armas now. Yeah. Celebrity's not what it what it was supposed to be. Fuck. Like every day he shows hey, up at Matt Damon's place. But I got a lot of money, and there's more hey, ass spot. out there. But fuck, now I'm like I'm, I'm crushed inside. Yeah. To 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 wrap up, he has nightmares of all the beautiful ass he lost along the way. But but there's always new ass. It just he's sort of probably just like, oh man, this is a weird path my life went down. He's Batman. Yeah, I mean he's still fucking Batman at the end of the day, so can't feel that bad. We're just you know speculating on this weird world right, play- that we're all sort of subconsciously consumed by. Whether you live your regular life and ignore that or not, bullshit. Because when you're on social media or when you're watching the news or watching sports, everyone is admiring people that are doing things on that highest of levels. It sort of ties your conversation and my thought together, which is. Is everyone just trying to obtain fame? Is everyone doing a TikTok dance or posting something on Instagram with the with the thought in the back of their mind, like, I hope maybe this can make me famous? Because otherwise, why would women all post 
bikini pictures of themselves. Why would everyone do dances? Why would everyone try to make these videos? Because deep down inside, everyone wants to be discovered. And now the opportunity to get discovered is no longer the fucking talent agent at the mall like it's the 80s. It's social media at your fingertips. So everyone's trying to pitch their own stardom. Everyone's trying to pitch their own stardom. Kind of, and, yeah. and, and that's how you got to look at it. But once you get there, it's like Jim Carrey talks about, like, once you accomplish, once you're at the mountaintop, is it that great? I just wonder if most people would want their relationships, their family, and everything exposed to that world, like what that world comes with. If you told the average person, hey, you're a regular guy, make a nice living, have a family, I'm going to give you $20 million. But you know what? With that $20 million, you're fair game now. And the guy would be like, what do you mean I'm fair game? It's like, do you take the deal? Knowing that they could dig up shit on your past, they could pay people off to say shit about you, they, you you'll probably end up divorced, your, your names will be in the headlines, you're it's it's probably not awesome at all. The end. That's Play really that Bieber it. song spot for twenty seconds. The lonely song is. There's a part of me that that feels slightly sympathetic for Justin Bieber when I hear that song. Lonely by Justin Bieber. So lonely, he really? does it with. Uh, who's the guy on Dave ben. that's super funny with him in the last episode? Benny Blanco. Benny Blanco. Benny Blanco and and Justin Bieber. And you start to think, might suck to be a celebrity. Be careful what you wish for. A la Eminem style. I just want to be famous. Everybody knows my name now. But something about it still feels strange. Like looking in a mirror, trying to steady yourself and seeing somebody else. And everything is not the same now. It feels like all our lives have changed. Maybe when I'm older it'll all calm down But it's killing me now What if you had it all But nobody to call Maybe then you'd know me this conversation full circle again i brought up that list right celebrities who need to realize it's very mean celebrities who need to realize they're not famous anymore because that's how they're publicly perceived by somebody by some people some of it i kind of got some of it some of it i didn't imagine what it's like to be them to live the list to leave to read that list to live (laughs) the life that everyone else is living right they're not immune to pain and loss and struggle and every day aggravation, they're not immune to it. They have to live the same lives we live, right? And then be chasing what they once had, which like, was like that taste of that little taste of clout, that little taste of that moment, a little taste of being back or else they're not as good as they used yeah. to be in that public perception. And it probably haunts them like, a little bit. Like, how would you feel if you read a list? It was like radio shows that used to be great and you were on it. I know. Like it, it, that's gotta be that's that's gotta hurt a little bit, right? Like just it's like yeah. people there's there's I know you know they've signed up for it and they've gotten way more than the average person and the average person feels the need to cut them down just to make themselves feel better, but like they're still people. All right, but like Fifty Cent, right? He's an he's an easy one because you can't deny his success or his story. Most people know it, and his investments in vitamin water and everything else he got his hands in. 
I mean, they're still a part of 50 Cent. He's like, man, I ain't as ripped as I used to be. Goddamn, this song has to pop. He's still chasing fucking in the clubs. In the back of his mind. The weakest. And he doesn't have to. He fucking had his run. And he did it. He made it already. 50 Cent had 13 top 10 songs in the 2000s. Yeah, for me, the way I like it is if you made it, you forever sort of made it. Good for you. Uh, yeah. I, I picture him going in, going back in the studio trying to make another song, and it sounds just like in the club, but it's like about something else. No, nah, today's world is like, nah, he's not the hot shit anymore. Fuck that guy. It's rude. What's, what's he done? Yeah, it's a, it's a what have you done lately? What have you done for me lately? Fucking Janet Jackson world we live in. And it's like this, and and the generation coming up looks back on that, that shit like it's corny, and they don't give it the respect you that know, it's due. Fucking poor Ben Affleck and poor 50 Cent. They should go hang out and fuck each other. That's what I'm getting out of this. It's not worth it. <laughs> Is that what yeah, you're... Yeah, it's, not, it's not worth Good it. Thought. It's not worth it. So anyway, uh, that's uh, Rich's Celebrity Theory mixed with the list that I found and our thoughts of celebrity and where it's gone and where it's going and how, you know, are your kids really aware of what all this comes with sometimes? Are they going to be more equipped to handle it since it's right there at their fingertips like, and they seem you, to know a lot about it? Like, what do you say to your daughter, Steve? I feel like she's at, a, at an age where she is seeking this validation. She doesn't, she doesn't have public accounts, though. She's not allowed to post these videos. But I feel but like... she sees how it's glorified. But yeah. she wants to for that reason, though. I'm sure. But I also feel like, you know... Like with the crystal thing, like something like that could could set her off. Like, is she equipped for when, you know, some random teen girl from Oklahoma starts shitting on her art? Let's say if she posts something, she's already. That's the thing. That's where I was going. Like, maybe they're more equipped because they've dealt with it at such an early age. Because yeah, she's already been dumped on. Like, because she, she'll post drawings and po- and and her artwork and things like that, and people are like it sucks. And they start to build an immunity a little bit. But, I mean, I guess that just comes with the territory. Yeah. So they're, it's, they're groomed from a young age. I guess so. But it has to hurt still. It's like you and I, we, we do radio shows, you know, all week long. To say that we don't see the negative comments, we'd be lying. Oh, of course. Do they ruin my night? No. Do they feel good? No. So I imagine it's something like that. You know, it's like, oh, okay. I guess people are going to have their opinions. When people say they don't let the negative affect them at all, that's sort of a lie. I mean, you, you I, might be able to have that. I try the- not to, to act like it doesn't uh, register, though. I mean, my eyes read it. I absorbed it. I chose to move on. But to act like that didn't annoy me, at least for that moment, for the moment, I'll admit you got me. Did I carry it with me the rest of the night? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> for, the mo- for that moment, hey, oh, yeah, motherfucker, who's this guy? Fuck this guy. And then I moved on. And I looked hey, for uh, congratulations for uh, for uh, thirty seconds. You fucking annoyed me. <laughs> so I think like we built. That's years of us building that immunity, right? I think yeah. a kid yeah. takes that in and and figures that out a lot yeah. quicker than we did. I think because my daughter's already dealt with that. Cavino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk 103. There is 
a wormhole I, I fell down last night. What was the last, Camino, what was the last wormhole you fell down? Was it knockouts from a particular fighter? Was it researching some old historic figure? Was it Archie. researching some hot girl's ass? Like, what was the last time you just found yourself, like, way in a wormhole on something or someone? For me, it was Dang. Archie's Instagram. That's a good one, Rich. What? I was checking Archie's Instagram, Archie's too, Instagram man. is a wormhole. You see that Biden-Harris t-shirt he was wearing yesterday? Yeah, he looks so stylish. <laughs> I mean, when I, like when it, I, I mean, I don't get it. If I took a picture in a Biden-Harris t-shirt, it'd look like just a dude in a Biden-Harris t-shirt. When Archie takes it, it's like a model shoot. I don't get it. Yeah, well, he, and, and it was like the most perfectly fitted, like, like uh, but it was also, uh, what do you call it when it looks old, like affected? It was, uh, it was like a retro t-shirt. Meanwhile, like, they just became president yesterday. It's amazing. Yeah. It was like the perfect like fit and everything. Honestly, Archie, that was a great pick. I don't <laughs> know how you, you do it. I really don't know how you do it. I couldn't recreate that if I tried. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you can see it at Archie J Speaks. But I can't, picture, last... I can't picture you. I can't picture you, Camino, looking away from camera with a T-shirt on trying to look sexy. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. I'm not good at that. I'm not a natural at it. Uh, Rich. The last wormhole I fell in, I, I couldn't even tell you off the top of my head because it happens so randomly. You know, you see something, you're like, let me look over here. Let me check it out. And then you're looking into the next video, the next video. But I'll think of it as we continue, so go ahead. For the fun of it, I might interrupt and be like, oh! For me, also, too, I like going to the Explorer section on Instagram. And my explore section on Instagram is two things. Three things. Three things. So I have three wormholes that I could possibly go down. It's usually ripped dudes working out. Ripped dudes yeah. working out. Because that's my new thing. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, if I click on a ripped dude working out, it's just a scroll of like workouts. So sometimes I'll go down that at the thing. Yeah. The next one is big booty hose. Yes. So then I'll click on big booty hose and I'll go through that wormhole of big booty hose. And the third one is food. Like real, like oh, random. I don't know if that's food. truly a wormhole spot. Like when I say wormhole, I mean like, like, hey, I just watched fucking fifty different Mike Tyson fights in a row. I just looked at fifty big booty hoes. <laughs> hey, I just looked up. I just looked up the presidential election results starting at George fucking Washington because I'm like, oh, let me see the electoral college history and let me let me go back to the 1800s, 1900s, and you find yourself like, yo, did I just spend an hour looking up electoral college well, results over know, the years? A, a lot of times it, it's uh, stats, sports stats, like, man, Philip Rivers, let me check his stats, or, oh, let me check his stats. Oh, oh yeah, he, he beat Poirier in 2014 first round, and I'm looking at all the names he beat. Mayweather. You know, a lot of people criticize Mayweather. Mayweather was... He's now put his face is now on the uh, the WBO. You know the green belts. His face is now on the belts from now until eternity. His yeah. face is on the belt. So I'm like, yeah, he's a legend, living legend, no doubt. Let me see. Let me see all the names he beat. When you see the names that Mayweather beat, as boring as he was as a fighter, not a, not as a promoter, he fucking beat everybody, dude. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody who was good. Maybe not in their prime, but he beat everybody. And I'm looking at all the names. Like I, I, I find myself in those like, wormholes a lot. He's like uh, Danielson in, in Karate Kid Three. He would just go out there and do kata, and that's how he won the fight. Yeah, it, you know, not the most exciting fights, but you can't take that away from him. I fall into those wormholes a lot. You know, it could be a a video of an old performance, a band. 
you know, and I'm checking out other performances. It happens often, but they're always random. So I can't tell you, Rich, what the last one was, like the last deep one I fell in. I know one that Spot's done. Spot's watched, like, the different opening credits for a TV show over its run. Oh, those are fun to watch. Where you're like, oh, that's right. The Cosby show had, like, three different themes. One was, like, instrumental. One was this. And you start watching random shit. Last night, I found that I fell down a presidential wormhole, but in the most weird of ways. But it, it poses a really interesting question. Did you run into Martin Van Buren while you were down there? My dad Did you run into went, to Martin Van, went to Martin Van Buren High School in Queens. Did he? Yeah. Did he have the same hair? So, no, my, my dad's sister went there. So, now that President Biden is living in the White House, you'd be amazed at the decorative choices every single president has made. There's three big choices, could we know, that each president makes. Actually, correction. Four. What desk they choose. I'm sorry. What color curtains are behind them. What Oval Office rug and what Oval Office wallpaper. They get to choose and, the desk? I thought the desk was and, there permanently. No, there has to be no, more the, the, options. The Resolute desk spot is the most popular one used by Trump, Obama, <clears throat> Bush. But throughout the years, That's where the, more, most recently, the Resolute desk is one of six desks a president could choose that they sh- want in the Oval Office. There's like six desks like from history. The Resolute desk uh, hold that, that piece, of, uh, you know, the piece of wood that helped Nick yeah. Cage find the city of gold. So I thought the it was resolute, always there. The, the resolute desk is the, the one where famously JFK is sitting at and his son is peeking through the little bottom hole, JFK Jr. Yeah. Did you know they put the little uh, door in front of the desk for uh, Roosevelt so you couldn't see him in the wheelchair? Fuck that one. I want the Abe Lincoln one that he used to write by candlelight on. I want that one. Wouldn't you want the most popular desk? Wouldn't you want that desk? Yeah, but I'd want the JFK other- desk. There, there's other popular desks, but Kavino, I'll ask you. When you get a chance today, look through it and you'd be amazed. Like Barack Obama's like, yeah, I'll get like nice modern couches. And his curtains were like a like red and like a brownish tan. Didn't uh, Trump do like everything gold? You mean four choices in the Oval Office, right? Because I remember yeah, they still accommodate the president in other ways in their living situation. Like, I forget who they installed the bowling alley for, but it wasn't always there. Or the basketball court for Barack Obama. I don't believe that was always there. The tanning bed for Trump. Tanning bed for Trump. Like, yeah. they, there's <laughs> other changes and decisions but, that they but, make. But just look throughout history. It'll take you a few minutes, but you'd be amazed how, like, and you'll remember because you remember the president doing their addresses, right? Bill Clinton had, like, bright gold curtains and a fucking bright blue Oval Office rug with the presidential stamp on it. It was blue, all right. And a blue dress. <laughs> and a blue dress. Uh, <laughs> why do you think he got them? And she. Joe blew Biden. Me. She blew me. She Joe blew Biden me. is going back to the Bill Clinton decorations. So the Oval Office is going to have a bright blue carpet. He probably still thinks it's the nineties. And bright gold curtains uh, it's it's fascinating because you get to see the personal touch they've had on 
there four or eight years in the office. And Kavino, I know you're all about decorations and home flipping and houses. They, they're so drastically different that I'm so curious what you would choose. Picture this. Gray carpet. Gray? Dark, dark gray curtains. A black accent wall. Dark wow. furniture. Dark couch. Oh, teal couch. Yeah, I don't like the whole vibe of, of anything presidential at all. But just knowing how you watch all these home improvement shows and you're watching fucking Flipper Flop or Property Brothers, go through a gallery. Oh, and he'd also. How, each, how yep. each president has designed and decorated the White House Oval Office to their likings. And you're definitely going to say, oh, that president has way better taste than that one or that one. And it's fascinating how that's one of the major choices they have to make right out of the gate because on day one, the Oval Office gets renovated on day one for what the new president wants. It's usually, don't they do all this shit while they're at the inauguration? Like they yeah. come in, they do a complete wiping of the, the previous president, and then the second they're ready, they walk back into the White House, it's like it's their White House. They, they make it, it's such a quick transition as far as the house goes. Desk, curtains, and rug are the big three. And then after that, each president gets to choose what type of old school presidential decor they want. Like, hey, do I want a statue or a painting of what presidents and what historical figures? Like Joe Biden has something of Martin Luther King Jr. I think something of Abe Lincoln. Um, Donald Trump for the, was the, one of the first presidents to have something with Andrew Johnson, but then that was taken out because Biden didn't want it. So they get to sort of presidentially decorate their own room which is sort of funny and if you look at the pictures it's fascinating at least to me maybe no one else on earth but it was fascinating to me i hope he chooses chester a arthur he doesn't get enough love chester a arthur what about his own mug can he bring like his own stupid mug yeah like if i was it's very funny i'm not joking like his mug that says biden my time okay very funny you should say that wasn't that a tea set and coffee set was brought into the White House for the first time in over four years because Donald Trump is not a coffee or tea drinker. So they had packed away the presidential coffee and tea set because Donald Trump only drinks Diet Coke. And for four years, Donald Trump had a button on his desk, which meant someone bring him a Diet Coke. That's a lie because he had all those Keurig things behind him and whenever he would do a speech. No, those were, those were metal spots. Oh. Those weren't Keurig cups. Or was it, they weren't K-cups? No, we thought they were. Oh. Or one of our listeners did. By the way, know. Yeah, it's kind of fascinating. It's one of those things I'd have to see the difference. Kavito would bring in the Property Brothers because he's like, I don't like round rooms. I need corners. I need a place to put like things in corners. I would. Let's blow out this wall. Let's add a corner here. <laughs> I would have to see the differences to actually care. I mean, clearly, not an exciting conversation for you. So we can move on. But it's it's a. Uh... I mean, you talk about all the time, like your decor and your house and your condo and everything. It just these guys have one day to be like, all right, I'm going to, here's what I want. And while they're getting inaugurated, while they're getting sworn in as president, they're being like, all right, take away the Trump shit. They're flipping, the, they're flipping the Oval Office in a couple hours. And it's like, yo, what does Biden want? Oh, the bright gold curtains. Bring in the bright gold curtains. And they, they literally will change the whole look of the Oval Office. Can I get a smoke machine in my office? So it yeah. just looks like I'm coming out of like, would you get like marble? Would you make it marble floors? And bring in a huge chandelier. That would be dope. Yeah. Can I make it super tacky? Opulent. Or does it go back to what Rich said? Only four choice options. 
you could have someone design some new stuff, but it seems like I have a bad back. Can I get one of those cool desks that you could stand up on, like Spot had? At oh, the a standing desk. Yeah, standing desk. As the button is like, hello, my fellow Americans, and I'm standing there because my back hurts. <laughs> I'd be cute. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, you could put a little and, tre- and- get one of those tre- treadmills, desk treadmills. <laughs> so you're always walking while no, you're there. I need one of those those chairs that Jose Mangan uses with the like, it's like a bounce. It's like a hoppity hop. Oh, yeah, the big ball. It's like the ball. Yeah, but, yeah. He has, he has a yoga ball. He, no, he has a yeah, the yoga ball. Brother, so I have good posture, brother. Oh, be, God bless America and everybody. <laughs> that's what I want. I want a standing desk with the button on it, uh, with one of those you know rubber bouncy ball chairs for what my. What type posture. of curtain you get? You going to blinds.com? <laughs> going to blinds.com. And uh, you know. I don't know. I'd have to see the options. I'd have to see the options. Well, and I want one of those cool back, arcade games like Drew Mac has, like the cabinet that has all the games built oh, inside yeah. it. You know what I'm talking oh, about? It? Get a Frogger. Yeah, like oh, it has look. Frogger, Q-Bert, Pac-Man. It has all the classics on it. So when we have visitors, they could like, hey, man, want to play Street Fighter? Look at, uh, look at the gallery. You could probably find very easily online. And you'll actually sort of remember the looks because you'd be like oh yeah that's right when bill clinton would speak you had he had those gold curtains behind him and you're like oh yeah when obama would speak the curtains were red oh yeah when i was a kid i remember george hw bush had these curtains and like you actually will see the differences of the looks and say oh yeah i sort of remember that by the way being president mm-hmm. essentially means you have access to like everything the government has yeah. which equals the smithsonian right yeah smithsonian isn't the smithsonian a, a is it a government thing yeah it's owned so. by the government. Yeah. So does that mean you could like get like Archie, Archie Bunker's chair and like Fonz's jacket, and you could just be like chilling in the Oval Office with it? I have a, you could have uh, Betsy Ross's uh, flag. Betsy that's Ross's one of my curtains. That's one of my curtains. <laughs> <laughs> you could, believe it or not, Spot, take out for for like you wouldn't rent it. You would for for uh, to borrow some of these historic pieces from museums to put in the Oval Office in the White House. So, yeah, they actually do swap in and out historical pieces. I don't know I, I don't know if he's going to have a Apollo Ono's ice skate on his desk, but he could. Could you get Abe Lincoln's last breath in a bottle? I hear that's around. And just, like, sniff it every so often? Yeah, I'd have to take a look around. Like, I guess Abe Lincoln's the most intriguing to me, so I'd want something from him, like his top hat or something cool, like a shoehorn, something that no one had before. Shoehorns? Whatever Abe Lincoln had. I don't know what he had. So that would be cool. And then his, I would his choose beard, my his pictures. Beard, his beard trimmings in a jar. His, his beard. beard trimmings. No, his um, actual beard trimmer. <laughs> I want Abe Lincoln's beard trimmer. And then, I don't Is know, it a Norelco? Like, like a framed Don Mattingly jersey or something. <laughs> it's my office, right? Oh, so, a guitar. There'd be a guitar on the wall. I'd hang a, definitely hang a guitar. You'd definitely oh. hang a guitar. There you go. I have a Carlos Santana one. That would be kind of cool. That would be cool. To represent the Latinos. Because everyone would be real interested. Like, Mr. President, Cavino, whose guitar is that? I'm like, oh, it's Carlos Santana. I don't even really like him, but there it is. Represents the people. <laughs> Represents the people. I think it's Santana. It was either him or Edward James Almost. I couldn't tell. I think they're the same guy. But, yeah, I never noticed this, Rich. So, I'll have to take a look-see. Hey, listen. I mean... Someone could say, who gives a fuck? But you know what? It, it is sort of interesting, the personal touch. The desk thing blows my mind. Of all the things you mentioned, it's the desk thing. Because yeah, I, always thought, I always thought it was the same desk. Like I knew, I knew everyone put their visual touches on the Oval Office because you say, it looks different. Every time you see it, it's different. Like I know it was a big thing that Trump got gold curtains. 
I want, I'll go there. People, people used to say that George W. Bush's carpet was beautiful. He got compliments from foreign leaders. On a throwback Thursday. On a throwback Thursday, just bear with Guys me. Guys like my carpet. This, <laughs> this is going to be... Feel it. Uh, like, Put your face on it. I'm thinking, <laughs> are there presidential boogers underneath that desk? Because it made me think of... Did you ever take a look under your school desk when you were little? There's nothing but gum and boogers underneath it. Maybe those and someone, are, maybe those and someone, are just fine, uh, but... Someone made a hole in the desk with a pencil by the, yeah, by the front of it. Yes, always. Always. On a throwback Thursday, I'm just trying to relive that memory. And see if anyone shares in it. Well, but, yeah, I imagine these desks are. I, w- I would love to see where they keep all this shit. Kavino, whether you're interested or not, I will entertain or bore you for thirty more seconds by giving you the six choices just for the hell of it. Is you have the, the Hoover desk. Oh, there's the desks. I guess, the Hoover desk. You know what this is like? This is like when I'm playing Roblox with my daughter, and she's like, "Do you want your character to have these glasses oh. or these glasses?" <laughs> This hat and this hat. By the way, and I just appease her. I'm like that one. I like that one. Would you? Put but a, I really don't care. Would you put a Roomba in the Oval Office? Yeah. Oh, can, it, cool. can a Roomba map a, an Oval of Room? Of course. Yes, it could. Of course, it could. <laughs> you have the Hoover desk, which was used um, most prominently by FDR when he was president for like decades. That's now at display at the FDR Presidential Library, but could be asked to come out if the new president wants to use the FDR desk, the the Hoover desk. Um, The Resolute desk, arguably the most famous desk uh, seen in the photo with JFK and JFK Jr. It was a gift. It was a gift to Rutherford B. Hayes in 1880 from the British. And it's been used by many presidents since the 1800s, most notably recently, uh, JFK, Jimmy Carter, Reagan, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden. So the trend spot is that most of your recent leaders have said, fuck it, I'm using the Resolute desk. It's the most famous. But that's not automatic. Like the, there's the, the Linda B. Johnson desk. There's the Wilson desk. There's the CNO desk that George Bush Sr. used. So do they have the Hemnes, the Hemnes from Ikea? That's the one I got for my house. The Hemnes? The Hemnes. The Hemnes. It's a nice yeah. one. It's a nice is, one. It looks good. I would it definitely looks... want that. Those no, Dyson they can't. Cans. They can't do the Hemnes because there's no way they can put that shit together in the time of the inauguration. <laughs> I, I would want to. Oh, it's one my of those chance. Cool... I can get called up to the White House to put together the furniture. I can put that shit together in a half hour. How cool would that be? There you go. I'm in. So the next time, in other words, the next time we see Joe Biden make some sort of Public address, right? We're going to see him in his new digs. Yeah. Did they get something to, s- to take note of? Did they get to see all the desks? Like, I, I would want to see them, like, in a showroom. Yeah, I would want to go through and be like, I like this desk. The thought was they thought there was gambling odds where you could bet on what desk Biden was going to choose. All right. Now you've gone and, too far where you're gambling. And they, uh, they were talking about how they didn't think Biden would choose the Resolute desk because... His his former boss, President Obama, used it, and Donald Trump had used it, and they thought Biden may symbolically want a fresh start and not use the Resolute Desk, but he used it. Boring stuff for many. I just found it sort of, like, interesting where it's like, oh, shit, they got to make all these stupid decisions, like decorating the White House, day one. One of the, uh, one of the coolest things that each president gets to have their own set of presidential China made. 
China. 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 Rich, this is boring, dude. Yeah, I, I, I knew that some people would find it boring. I find it interesting, but I mean, what are you going to do? That's my show. So. I'm trying to roll with it. China. Biden has moon rock on the table behind him. Is that true? Can you get yeah. that? Yeah. You can get anything. You're the president. Can you get like aliens? Like the alien from Area 51? I wouldn't want the alien from Area 51 in like one of those like uh, preserved like liquid things. Like preserved stand-up liquid thing yeah. that you see in like Independence like, Day? Like, yeah, I want one of those. I wonder how much of a personal this touch is our you alien. have. Like, that is interesting. Like, Yeah, hey guys, can you give me one of those cool Dyson air filter fans? I like how they look. Like, what if they're like, yeah, it doesn't look presidential enough. We, you can't have that, guy. I'm like, why no, not? Someone would, no, no, no. Someone would say, uh, Mr. President, I'm not quite sure. And the president would just have to say, no, I want it. Yeah. Well, I want, no, I'd want like FDR's fan, like an old, like one of those big blade fans. An yeah, old the, rickety, fan. rickety fan. I'm like, hey, can I have like, what kind of pens could I get? Can I get one of those cool Rocky Balboa ones? Yo. Those, those cool Sylvester Funny you should Sloan. say that. Yo. And like, no, sir, it's got to be more presidential. I know exactly what I, I want would one say. that writes no. upside no, down. No, I want one of those, that, the Uncle Sam ones, no. where he looks like he's punching and you press the button and he's like, D, D, no, no. D, D, D. By I'm the way. You know what I'm talking about or not? stop touching me? One last really boring fun fact, and then we'll move on to butt cheeks and other things, but it's funny you should say pens. I This is how deep I got in this wormhole, so I apologize if you have no interest in this, but we have a new fucking president, so get over it. At least you admit you're wrong. Yeah, this is fucking boring. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Coming up next, we'll talk about what are we going to get to, Camino? Well, we could talk about my new car. Or oh, sweet. Okay. I can't wait to hear one? about it. We can talk about audiobooks. Okay, I, we can I talk can't about, wait to hear about it. How how annoying TikTok may be, it has served as a big time platform for people with disabilities. I don't know if anyone has noticed this, but I well, have. Let me tell you one more annoying fun fact, and then you could go on and say, "Man, Rich, you're fucking boring." We could talk but about what I bought yesterday. Let me let me give you one more. What I bought yesterday. We could talk about you my said, collection of pens. You said pens. Something you may not have known. They ordered all new pens for President Biden, and he gets to pick out what pen he wants to use to sign documents. Because get this, Donald Trump, no joke, did not use pens to sign documents. He special ordered, no joke, the middle-sized Sharpies and had each one engraved in gold, President Donald Trump on it. So when he would sign Documents, autographs, anything. Donald Trump would not sign something with a pen. He only signed with a mid-level Sharpie that was personally engraved President Donald Trump. That's pretty awesome. I love those mid-level Sharpies. You should have with those Sylvester Stallone pens. Yeah, They're like $10,000 each. <laughs> okay. There you go. The end. There's actual jewels. Archie, look those up. Look up the Sylvester <laughs> Stallone line of pens. They're the most <laughs> awesome pen that ever was for guys like me. And Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. There's a lot of shit on it. Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, rhinestones or something. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like dragons and, and diamonds. Like nice is, is that like, comfortable to write with? <laughs> I don't know. There's probably people <laughs> listening thinking, what is he fucking talking about? You have to look it up. Sylvester Stallone has a line of pens a lot of people don't know, you know? He has a whole line of really tacky pens that are like really high priced and high end. Yeah. On a throwback Thursday, Rich, there were certain things that my family put in high regard, at least from my childhood perspective, right? 
from my childhood perspective. My mom, if you want to focus on desks and things like that, my mom did put a lot of emphasis on those lamps with the you know those green lamps, those desk lamps that you pull the string to pull the cord, those desk lamps. Uh, Tiffany lamps? You know they're like old school oh. desk lamps. Yeah, yeah. They were like brass <laughs> with the green glass lampshade. My mom used to put a lot of emphasis on like that's your desk lamp, Stephen. And my globe. She's put a lot of emphasis on, you know, silly things from way back when. Like my gold toe socks, because they were expensive. But she's put a lot of emphasis on cross pens. Do you guys remember what cross pens are or were? I don't even know if they still make them. They were the most like high end pen, at least of the 80s, I can tell you that. Because if my mom or if your mom worked at an office, that was like an office gift that they gave yeah. to people. Fancy pen. And it had like a little <laughs> clock in it. And if you were a kid and your mom home, brought home a pen with a Whoa. clock in it and it was gold and it had a clock built in it, you're like, holy fuck. There was a clock. How much is this pen in the worth? pen? Yeah, there was a clock yeah. in the pen. My mom would put so much value on Steven. That's a cross pen. And I'm like, oh, mom, please let me have it. Please. <laughs> So that would be my choice of pen, Rich, if I were president. Well, this, uh, there this you go. Sil- hey, the Sylvester Stallone pen is also called Chaos. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yo. Yo, yeah. Like a Biden, if you do. I don't know if you know, but like Chaos for the presidential, you know, Oval chaos. Office. Little Chaos. Free from your whether or not lie, you know. Whether or not you're interested, you will repeat one of the annoying fun facts I told you to someone today. I won't. Fact. I won't. <laughs> Fact. I won't. Let me see. Uh, let me think of my day. Yep, definitely not. <laughs> you will. Uh, you will. Uh, you will. I don't think I will. You're listening to the Cavino and Rich Best of the Week podcast. Want to hear more? Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24-7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Not a SiriusXM subscriber? Sign up now at SiriusXM.com. Cavino and Rich, only on SiriusXM's Faction Talk 103.